Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find the Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, yo, man. Happy Friday. Hell yeah, it is. On the Monty Show. As always, we are presented by the Advocates, theadvocates.com. Best injury attorneys in the business. If you're a Utah like we are, it is pouring snow again. The roads were terrible this morning. Did you get in an accident? We saw like three, four good accidents this morning. Well, good accidents. Listen, somebody was driving recklessly and they hit you, theadvocates.com. Somebody was on their phone, they hit you, theadvocates.com. You slipped and fell on a sidewalk, theadvocates.com. You got hurt at work, theadvocates.com. Telling you, you didn't deserve to get hurt. You didn't deserve to get in a wreck, but you do deserve somebody to fight for you. Theadvocates.com. Howdy there, little buddy. Hello. You guys, we are going to bring back the huge fight we had on the show yesterday. Um, Jake spent last night on the the floor of his apartment, curled up in the fetal position uh, over his defense of Shador Sanders. Crying like a little girl. Um, I, which I didn't really understand your defense of Shador Sanders, but Jackass. you know, Jake says he's the best quarterback. He says he's far better than Bo Nix. I'm Jake, so bricked up right now. Jake walks in here today and he's like, I don't understand an offense of Bo Nix. What, what is it about Bo Nix? What is it with Bo Nix? <laughs> Somebody needs to help me understand why anybody gives a shit about Bo Nix. Cause I don't understand Shador Sanders. Mm-hmm. His dad's prime baby. Praise Jesus. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Right. Right. <laughs> we don't often have arguments like that on the show. Yesterday, that was a pretty... Nar- we watched it I'll together. Yeah, we watched it together this, this morning. It was a pretty knockdown drag out. Yeah, that's what we do sometimes. That, that's going to happen. I think that's the first one this year, and it's almost April. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty you know. good. So congratulations. Thank you. You, Thank you made you. it three, almost four months. I don't I, I'm proud of you. Fuck. <laughs> Um, so we'll talk about that, but we got to start with the NCAA tournament, uh, because holy cow, what a show was put on last night, including Gonzaga, Gonzaga. doing it to UCLA again. They did it to UCLA again. Gonzaga. Dirty ass beat down again. Gonzaga. And Mr. Two first names and a terrible beard had nothing to do with it. Dude, I don't know how Gonzaga does it. I don't know. Frankly, I don't know how Mick Cronin didn't get fired before he got on the plane <laughs> after destroying every one of his players. It is U- what it is. UCLA coach Mick Cronin last night, absolutely, we couldn't make a shot. We couldn't. Ma- and, and you know, Joey got savaged by, by you know, the officials under the basket with no whistle. <laughs> but, you know, if like we didn't, we didn't have made a jump shot. I like how he said savaged as if, you know, the official like broke out a stick or something and beat him over the head with it. Like, like, you know, yeah, it was so good. It was so good. Mick Cronin is such a red ass. But I say that to say this has been a really good sweet 16. Mm -hmm. And obviously we're 90 minutes away from tip off uh, of the Friday night sweet 16 games. Stoked about that. Alabama. Mm-hmm. Roll Tide. Uh, coming up in 90 minutes. But I think m- my personal opinion after watching pretty much all of these games go down in the last week, I think UConn's the best team left in the tournament. 
I think they should be the odds-on favorite. Now, having said that, of course, they're not. They are not the odds-on favorite to win the tournament. No, right. sir. That'd be Alabama. Roll Tide. Alabama, them gun-toting fools. Roll Tide. But have you guys loved the tournament? Has this been... Are you guys... Because this kind of fired me up. You know, you remember we talked about it going in. Right. I haven't loved the tournament. I wasn't excited about it. I don't have a bracket in anybody's pool or anything. Right. First time I, that I can ever remember not doing a bracket, but... I what feel like I I'm without you. Yeah, I feel like I'm rejuvenated now. Yeah, I mean, last night was definitely, you know, I mean, definitely one of the best nights of college basketball I've seen in in quite some time. And and yeah, I think the way Gonzaga won that game is classic college basketball. I think that yeah, UConn's playing really, uh, really like thorough basketball right now. Their defense has been really good. They're playing efficient offense. They're not struggling to score. Like they're they're doing everything they need to do to win ball games, but. Um, this is kind of what I was talking about, though, you know, maybe, you know, three weeks ago or whatever, when we were talking about how college athletics doesn't really get my intention until we start getting into playoff season. And, and we're in the heat of that now. And I think you're starting to see the result, you know, like if I like with Gonzaga, if you go back to the aircraft carrier game as an example, that was an OK game. That wasn't some scintillating, you know, game, in my opinion. It was cool because it was on an aircraft carrier. But now it's like, all right. You know that you're you're coming down. You're basically having to make a game-winning shot right at the end, and it just is—it's everything you want as a as a college sports fan. So I felt like you know last night was definitely one of the best nights of of college basketball that we've seen in a minute. And yeah, if you're a UCLA fan today, you're you're not feeling great. You're down in the dumps. You're waiting till next year. You know you're probably pissed that 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 this happened to you again. But it is—that's the word again. Yeah. You know. Again, yeah. How did it happen? How did Gonzaga get in that ass again? Yeah, not uh, like the exact same way. And my bigger question is, how do you let homie just stroll up to the logo and pop a Gonzaga. three? Like you get an incredible three pointer off the wing, and then you just let dude kind of just take a handoff pass and drill a three. Gonzaga. I, I and Mick Cronin wants to go and blame officiating because I, I guess that's a cool thing to do. I guess that's who it's we the are. Easy thing to and, do. And and what we yeah, I guess that's what we do is blame officials now. But you didn't knock down jumpers. You finally knock one down, and then you don't go and defend. Yeah, that's, what did you think was going to happen, <laughs> dude? Like, and you look at you look at the the way the brackets look now. I I, I mean I don't know that this could have ended any worse. Any worse for the Pac-10. Like, and, and if San Diego State today somehow beats Alabama, or excuse me, Alabama, if, if somehow uh, Wales Vagina beats Roll Tide, I, I, I mean, this couldn't get any worse for the Pac-10. It is what it is. Right. It, it just can't get any worse. Yeah. Because now you're out of the tournament. Yeah. Not only that, is, is there anybody else? Is there anybody else who would like to stand and make the case um, that when your last name is Tang, Go to the and, and, and you dance like this, yeah. your last name is Tang, Let's go. and you dance like this, like, are you not the hippest coach in the country? A, B, are you not dancing on the Pac-12 grand right now? Because you can't tell me part of this tournament isn't about Pac-12 versus Big 12. Because it absolutely is. And look at Tang getting that Tang, baby. Do the strut. Let's go. Like, how about that win last night? That was, that was an incredible win last night. Yeah, dude. For K-State. I, I think this has just been everything that you want it to be. And then the elephant in the room, not me I'm talking about, but the elephant in the room 
is Gonzaga just waiting for this tournament to end? Because there's a lot of people, Jake, who think when this tournament ends, Gonzaga's going to the Big 12. Gonzaga. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty straightforward concept. Like, it, it makes sense. I mean, I think we even told you guys, what, a... Uh, you know, week, 10 days ago, like before the tournament started, that we wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Gonzaga, you know, made their exit uh, to the Big 12 after the tournament was over in its entirety. Even if they were eliminated, they would wait for the tournament to conclude altogether. So, yeah, I mean, I, w I wouldn't be surprised at all. I think it's a classy thing to do. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if Brett Yormark had, had, had handled it in a classy way because that's kind of been his, uh, you know, modus operandi, if you will. You notice that he's always doing things the right way he always seems to be in the right place at the right time doing the right thing yeah, like I mean, that's sure. just that's just who brett is and i think that you know the uh gonzaga would be a great fit for the big 12 obviously and, and i and it would be fun to see uh you know i don't know the bracket well off the top of my head but it would be fun to see them run into you know uh, a big 12 opponent if that opportunity were to be presented to them you know well, i think that would be that i think i think college basketball fans would be all over that because I don't think it's lost on anybody that they're probably going to the Big 12. Yeah, I, I think if you if you look at what that matchup would look like, my God, can you imagine a K-State-Gonzaga final? Yeah, I mean, that would be incredible, <laughs> dude. By the way, they're not getting past UConn because I'm a, I'm a believer that UConn is the best team left in the tournament. But to have K-State and, and Gonzaga run into each other, um, in, in that side of the of the bracket, the east west side of the bracket would yeah. be incredible. Yeah. yeah, would be incredible. Yep. I mean, by the way, do you have a? Where are you at tonight? Like Bama or San Diego State? Uh, I'm taking Bama, but I think that it's going to be a grinder. I think that I'm a big believer that when you have a team in Bama who is really talented. Uh, and you're facing kind of a grinder team, a defensive team, a physical team in San Diego State. Like ultimately, if that talented team, the more talented team executes and is and is just able to simply not turn the ball over, don't give San Diego State more opportunities than they're already going to get. You're probably going to win the game. I mean, and, and that's why I say like you look at you know whether you want to look at the K State game or like Michigan State really struggled to 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 execute to to play their game and there was some turnovers and some things they probably would want to have back like if Alabama can just come out and play their game they're going to be fine but well, but that's what teams like San Diego State do to you they put you in tough positions and see how you react well Quinterly and Miller I mean obviously against Maryland I think we saw what Quinterly is capable of and I think we all know what Brandon Miller is as a player so yeah I would agree with you but I think this San Diego State team, they're, they're, there's a, they're a team of destiny, bro. They're not. But they are, they're not going to lay down. San Diego <coughs> State's a legit club, and I'm excited about it. I'm here for it. I'm fired up about it. Right. And I, that's kind of where I would go. Outside the echo chamber gets the first volley today. Need Alabama to lose. Everyone left in my group has them winning it all. Well, there you go. Hey. There you go. That absolutely is one. Um... Christopher Shannon says Texas Gonzaga in the final four. That's what I'm talking about. By the way, you're, you're speaking of Texas, Kevin Durant back on Wednesday uh -huh. for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says Gonzaga got smoked by Texas earlier this year. Mm -hmm. They did. Um, CJ Vance says dang gonads. Okay. You're, look, dude, you should go to the doctor. I mean, if your gonads hurt, it is what it is. I think that's him. You know, uh, two master says incredibly ballsy shot from mid court. Seriously, but just to let homie stroll into it. Yeah, walk into it in rhythm. 
And you were never going to let Drew Timmy beat you in that game. Nope. On the final possession. But I think that's the brilliance of that final possession. I mean, you 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 put yourself in a position where you know that they're going to be highlighting Drew Timmy, and you know they that are. he's not going to be available to you in on that play. And and so you're just like, all right, cool. Like you know, we're gonna we're gonna let homie walk walk up and walk right into the shot and take a shot he's comfortable with. And he made it. And by the way, I also think this conversation about how during the timeout in the huddle, he wanted the ball and he wanted to take that shot. I think that's a big deal. I think he sh he deserves a lot of credit for that because we talk all the time, whether it's basketball or football or whatever, baseball and the World Baseball Classic. Like there are guys who want the ball and guys who don't. And he wanted the ball and he stepped up and made the shot. Yeah, I also think the problem that the thing I'm worried about with San Diego State, they're 0-2 against top 25s. They do only give up 64 points a game. I don't see Alabama scoring their typical 80 points tonight. Like, I don't see that happening, but I don't know. If I had to pick the bracket, I would, I would probably lean Alabama and Creighton. I would lean Houston and, man, I hate Xavier. I hate, mm. I don't hate Xavier. I hate their coach. <coughs> I would probably lean Houston and Texas. Texas. And that would, can you guys imagine if Houston and Texas? Yeah. Go head-to-head -head in the Midwest. Epic. Oh, my God. Epic. Um, I would have to take Texas. I'd have to take Alabama to beat Creighton. And then I'd have to take Texas to beat Alabama. Uh-huh. So, I think, you, I think you're looking at Alabama. And I, I have to believe that Gonzaga and K-State advance. Yeah. I just feel yeah. there's something about Gonzaga. I think UConn's a really good team. That's the game of the tournament, in my opinion, that's left. This this Gonzaga game tomorrow night it's about ten minutes to seven o'clock. Gonzaga, dude, Gonzaga UConn is going to be a war. Yeah, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I am absolutely here for it. I cannot wait to see it. Yeah, I I am. Yeah, I'm all about that. So I'm really looking forward to it. Bob Holsey says uh, roll crimson criminal tide. Yes, Cri yes. See, like not crimson criminal, criminal. tide. Criminal, right? The guns. Right. It's it's the guns and stuff. Right. Uh, Christopher Shannon says sweaty. No, I'm not saying his name. No. I am not. You can drive your ass back to the comment section. <laughs> you guys remember that when, <laughs> when Sweaty Sean was like neck deep in FBI wiretaps in Tucson and somebody in the media was asking him about that. You can drive your ass back to Phoenix. Okay, cool, man. We won't ever talk about you. Oh, you got fired. We don't have to. Thanks, Dick. All right. Bye. Like yeah. you... You know, yeah. yes, yep. I agree. Big Jack 512 Houston in Texas will be epic. Yes. Yes, it will. Yes. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. And I root against any team with Sean Miller as the head coach. Yes. I, I actually, I, absolutely in opposition. I just, you know, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, comment dump. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says UConn is going to beat the Zags. Good okay. Zaga. I hey man, I hope you are I hope you are hundred percent correct. Yeah. Uh new member. Let's go. Let's go. PA Bearcat in the hizzy. Do we need to talk about about the comment section today and some of the proactive it is, measures we took? It is uh today comment section is um we had a lot of trolling yesterday, and a lot of you reached out and complained about it. So we wanted to make sure that you guys um, were protected. And so today, comments are members only. And I'm really, Jake doesn't like it, but I'm really leaning towards leaving it that way in perpetuity. 
so that if you want to comment, you're going to have to pay for it. Because yeah. yesterday, one of the people who regularly donates memberships was upset that one of the trolls who rolled in yesterday kept making new accounts and claiming free memberships. That guy's definitely a dude. So how do we take care of that? Well, what we do is we we make it members only. Yeah, That's how we take care of that. So that's exactly why today it's members only. Uh, Jay Washington says, love the title. Made me believe it's official for a second. Quality quick clickbait. Hey, man. Hey, Jay, we try. On By the way, execution. what percentage would you put on Gonzaga joining the Big 12? 80%. 80%? Yeah, 80%. I think it's done. I, I, like, I, I, just, I just don't know why you wouldn't at this point. I, I don't know why you wouldn't. I think you know, for someone like Gonzaga, it just makes perfect sense. It's logical. You're going to make more money. You're going to get a, 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 a more difficult schedule, but I think one that makes you better, you know, like, like I, I just, I don't know. It just makes sense. Get to a P five, get to, you know, green. I, I agree, man. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like that's, that's really all there is to it. Yeah. I think one of the more interesting, one of the more interesting questions that I have about it, frankly, um, is w what is, what is your value position if you are Gonzaga? Well, obviously it's basketball, but I think we've very clearly heard that it's going to be all Gonzaga sports, mm -hmm. which I think it should be, by the way. So I'm curious what that looks like for Gonzaga. I'm curious because it's a small school. Gonzaga's not a big school. So I'm curious what that does financially because obviously you're going to make more money um, on basketball alone than you are on all of your other sports. By the way, Gonzaga does not have a football team. So I think that is I think that's an interesting that's an interesting question about what the value situation is, what the value position for Gonzaga uh, is bringing all of their sports. Right. But I think it's a natural fit. I would put it at ninety five percent that Gonzaga is going to to join. We reported exclusively on the show, and everybody told us we don't know what we're talking about, and we're alone in the world when we said right, that right. you know the Big Twelve had verbally invited Gonzaga, and people are like, "There's no such thing." Gonzaga. Au contraire. Uh, there's absolute. That's the first part of the process. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and Brett Yormark has his ducks in a row. There's no doubt it is a rubber stamp process from here on out. Yeah. To get Gonzaga in, if they choose to join, if they accept that invitation, uh, which I believe that they will. I think there's no reason. I think it's a no-brainer uh, that they will join. So I, I, I would put it at 95%, Jake, that Gonzaga joins the Big 12. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I have no doubt. I, I and, and I only say 80% just because, you know, you never know timing. You never know. Like, our specific question is, will they join right, you know, at the conclusion of the tournament this year? And I think it, it may not be the very next day, but I think it will be, you know, shortly thereafter that they do. And And I think that, you know, again, like I said, it's a good fit. It makes sense. Like it, it's a great it's, fit. It's beneficial for Gonzaga. It's beneficial for the big, uh, the Big Twelve. Uh, I I also think adding Gonzaga benefits all the all your member institutions you have now. You know, the BYUs of the world are going to benefit from that. You know, the Baylors and the Kansases and the K States are all going to benefit from having yet another quality basketball program in the in the uh, in the conference. And by the way. It's. It, I love seeing head coaches like Jerome Tang at K State talk about the fact that hey, his yeah, last name is are. Tang. Tang, we are the best uh, basketball conference in the land. Uh, we do have multiple Hall of Fame coaches in our conference, and yeah, I am uh, appreciative of the opportunity to coach alongside them. That's what I think 
Brett Yormark has created. When you have the quality, it makes it much easier to be successful. And I think Gonzaga just adds to that quality. Yeah, and I also think if you look at the way that you know Gonzaga fits into a league as a basketball only, you know, I, I think it was McKinnitech Dan who asked about, you know, there he is right there. McKinnitech Dan, do you think Gonzaga ever fields a football team or would there be rules about forming one? I don't think they would. I don't know what the rules or regulations on that would be, but there would be no reason for them to do that because I also think that they are going to expand the Big 12 exponentially over the next decade And I, as far as basketball only goes. And I think I wouldn't be surprised. I've, I haven't been told this or heard this directly, but all the buzz about St. John's joining the Big 12 would not surprise me at all Yeah, because it, it, it's, a, it's a natural fit. You look at the Rucker Park partnership, that's not accidental. That is a deliberate, very directed move that I think is brilliant. It puts you into the heart of the basketball community in this country. I think it, it it's only a matter of time before the Big 12 continues on this edict that Brett Yormark has put out that yeah. we're going to monetize basketball. We're going to do everything that we can do to make as much money as we can on things like the tournaments. The, the conference championship tournament in Kansas City with all the hip-hop and with all of the entertainment. It's a destination event, and he's just going to keep building on that. Yeah. And by the way, I also think Kansas City's not accidental. There's a reason the Big 12's not in Las Vegas, because Kansas City has its own unique culture. And I think when you talk about you know the, the music scene in Kansas City, you talk about the food scene and the barbecue scene, you talk about the diversity that is Kansas City, it is a perfect place to hold a college basketball tournament. And I think when you talk about bringing in, then let's say it is Gonzaga from the West and St. John's from the East or UConn from the East, whatever it might be, you bring in brands like that and you start putting a, a, a conference together that now is deeper, stronger, and more ready to compete financially on a national scale. I mean, there's just no downside to that because frankly, it doesn't cost you that much money out of pocket because you're making two, three times that in return. Even if it's just on brand awareness, yes. even if it's just on goodwill, you're making money every time you do something like Rucker Park. Yeah. So I, I think it's a stroke of genius. I really do. Um, I, I think the that when you look at where this conference is and you look at what this conference is, is going to, again, I just don't know. I don't know how you could go wrong. I mean, it, it's not the slam dunk that TridayTrading.com's $10 30-day trial membership is, but it's close. Okay, cool. Uh, TridayTrading.com, <laughs> come on, that was amazing. It was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah, that was really well done. TridayTrading.com um, is where you need to go. I'm telling you, day trading is absolutely a money-making proposition right now. And I know a lot of people are scared or you know, have a little trepidation about jumping into the market in these volatile times, but that's exactly why you're a day trader. You're not going for a long ride on, on an Amazon. You're not going for a long ride on a Tesla or a General Motors, any of those big stocks that you hang on to for the long term. You're looking to make money on a daily basis. And when you do it with TridayTrading.com, they're going to teach you. It's educational. They're going to give you the knowledge. They're going to let you use their information sources, their data points. They're going to show you how to use their system to make money day trading. And when you're ready to start trading, you're going to make your first trades with TridayTrading.com's money, and they're going to give you 80% of the profit on your trades. That's incredible. And oh, by the way, 
when you're done and you're through their program, they're still going to mentor you. They're going to be a resource for you now that you're a professional day trader. You can go back and talk to their coaches. You can go back and talk to their mentors. It's a relationship that makes you money. And by the way, people asked me last night, hey, it, it, you can't tell me it's legitimately $1,000 a day. People who have gone through the Tri-Day Trading program mm -hmm. that day trade on a full-time basis are making $1,000 or more every day in the market. Because what a lot of people don't understand is the stock market is a, a leverage opportunity. There are trades every day that make you thousands of dollars. If you want to do it as a side hustle, make hundreds of dollars. But all of this happens for just one $10 investment. That's all you have to do. Take your first step, spend $10 that they're going to give to charity, so it's a tax write-off. It's your education, so it's a tax write-off. What do you have to lose? Yes. Spend $10 to uh, change the rest of your life. Trydaytrading.com. Make sure you click Monty, uh, The Monty Show in the drop-down menu. Let them know that you heard about it on our show. Welcome everybody in today. Dave Sebesta says, I have a retirement plan. Buy George Klyovkov at what he's worth. Sell George Klyovkov at what he thinks he's worth and retire. That's what we call, <laughs> that's what we call an equity place, yeah. sir. Yeah. Buy really low, sell extravagantly high. Yeah, maybe we should consider shorting the Pac-12. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. That's exactly right, Boren. That is one yeah. ass, funny ass comment. Absolutely. The Great Dane, a member of the program, says, I love me a good side hustle. I'm telling you, side hustling's where it at. We had a great okay, conversation man. after the show yesterday um, about side hustles and what everybody's doing for side hustles. It is shocking to me how many people drive for Lyft. Yeah. I had no idea that there must be 20 people who listen to the show that drive for Lyft. Yeah. And I'm not saying we have the biggest show in the world, but there's at least 20 people here that, that drive for Lyft on a side hustle. That's crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Christopher Shannon says, use that $10 on 302 million mega million uh, ticket for tonight. That's, hey man, see, you're hoping. You're just, if, if you see, go buy Utah, a mega million. can't do that. Yeah, if you're in Utah, I can't do that. But if you, if you spend $10, and I'm a huge mega millions guy, trust me, I love it. I play the lottery as much as I can. Um, but you're throwing that $10 away on the lottery. I know it every time I get a ticket. At TridayTrading.com, man, you're getting an education. You're making money. I'm telling you, 10 bucks will change your life. Yes. Tanner T, what's up, Tanner? Ever done a B&E as a side hustle? You mean breaking and entering? No, actually, I haven't. I'm not the felony guy. Renee Roca says, Big 12 commish, Papa Murphy's, Pac-12 commish, Papa John's. Thank you. That's what I'm saying, dude. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly right. Thank you. Hullabilly. Woo, a little early for hullabilly these days. I drop ship and do electrical side jobs for my, hides, uh, for my side hustle. Might want to get into day trading. Dude, you should. You should try it, man. I'm telling you. I know so many people. And again, I tell this story every day. When we worked at Yelp, there were a ton of guys that had a a whole group at Yelp. Yeah. So we sold we sold advertising to local businesses at Yelp. Jake and I were two of the top earners in the entire company. It was awesome. Um, it absolutely funded the palace that we're sitting in now. Mm -hmm. um, but we had a whole group of guys that we worked with that did day trading all day because we all worked at home. You had your Yelp computer on one screen. You had your day trading computer on another. You look at the AMC or the, the, the GameStop. Uh, GameStop 
That was absolutely... GameStop I, is actually one of the top performing stocks right now this year again. I'm telling you, you guys, and you, you can be making money. You can be making money. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Court McMullen says, donating plasma and freelance IT work are my side hustles. We knew a I'm girl. I'm not a big donating plasma yeah, we guy, We knew dude. a girl that would do yeah. it. That, like, she knew how many hours to wait in between donations. Because yeah. you can't donate plasma every day. She would, like, walk in at the very minute she was able to donate plasma. Yeah. Like, it was a full um, side hustle for her. Uh, um, my side hustle is actually stock trading, Gary says. Hey, there, there you go. go. Love it. Uh, two Masta says, only Pac-12ers think pineapple on pizza is palatable. Okay, now you're testing us. Dude, pineapple on pizza is a life hack. You know, I'm telling you, you you've, got to, you've got to do it. Yeah. You've, you've got to get in on the pineapple on pizza yeah and if and if you own a green onion with pineapple oh my god yeah green onion with pineapple incredible Bomb. absolutely com. incredible uh yes yukon fan yukon fan says smash the like button just like giselle smashes her trainer Wow. I'm so bricked up right now. Wow. There are um, so many comments I can make on that. Jeremy Callahan says, uh, at Patrick Boren, Baylor football with Patrick totally. The whole reason the SEC has their current recruiting advantage is thanks to narratives pushed by ESPN and the snowball effect from those. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know about James that. James Knight yeah. says, the members-only chat is more harmonious, but how does it affect your stats, guys? It's not ideal. Excellent question, James. It's not ideal. I can tell yeah. you that right now. But we, when the problem is, and it's a good problem to have, our membership gives a ton of gifted memberships. Like people every day. McKenna Tech Dan, I think his side hustle is free gifting memberships on our show. And we had somebody come in yesterday that was taking free memberships, creating new accounts just to like. Yeah. And it's just not, that's not what we're about. Yeah. So it affects our numbers greatly. It affects our numbers greatly. But hey, it is what it is. If you're watching the show and you're not a member and you want to comment, click the join button. You can join for as little as $2 a month. It's $1.99 up to $9.99, which gets you into our exclusive members only Instagram group. Um, so, you know, hit it. Dude, you guys are ruthless in the comments, dude. Talking about how you miss you miss guys like Sack and how, you know, the members only is less entertaining. Like, dude, I, like, I don't know. I guess we thought that you guys, well, we don't think. We got messages from people saying they were pissed that, you know, these folks were, you know, stealing memberships, but apparently not. Yeah, I, listen, I mean, if you want us to, if you want us to open it up, I mean, we've been through this before, dude. We have done we, this we, exact we thing before. Week. We made it a week before the trollers came in and started stealing your guys' memberships. So, you know, if we're going to open it up, don't talk to me or complain or send us DMs about how people are stealing your memberships and we got to go to members only and everything sucks. Because now you're in here commenting that you you want everyone to comment. You miss you miss the fire. We train in the fire. Yeah. You miss the fire, right? Well... You know, the problem is, is that you just can't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What is everybody saying? Dreth is waiting for the door to open. Dreth created, I think I blocked 17 accounts from Dreth yesterday. 17. Like, what does that do for us? Like, he can wait. Dreth, you can wait outside, bro. Like, I, I, what is the point? And we talked about this a little bit on the show yesterday. Like, 
Yeah. Do you really have nothing else to put your energy to that create 17 YouTube accounts? Catch me outside. How about that? And take free memberships that should go to people who really would like to interact with the show. That's what I don't understand. You were pretty upset about it. It, it no, I wasn't upset about it. it. It's frustrating that we have really a really good curated community of people who care about. I'm not going to get carried away and say we care about each other and it's love and harmonious love making. I'm not going to like get carried away with it. <laughs> Because we there's some raw dog moments on the show. Raw dog moments. <laughs> I'm dude. not gonna lie, dude. Raw dog moments. I'm not gonna lie. We keep more. We, <laughs> we keep it 100. But I'm telling you now, man. I am telling you now. It is frustrating to me that we have a really good. We have a really good community here, and we're not going to let people screw it up. Uh, JW says, why not OnlyFans? Yeah. See, but you OnlyFans. <laughs> Only, OnlyFans, you know. Gumby Extra Regular makes $1,700 by day trading or creates 17 YouTube troll accounts. It's crazy to me. Precisely. It's crazy Precisely. to me. Rough official, what's up, my dude? The fanboy only comments isn't great. Okay, well, vote right now. Vote right, right now. now. Yeah, hey. You know what? Let's do it. But right now, do you want members only or should we should we open it up to the dickheads? Like it's what is <laughs> While you guys vote, I'm going to play the video full of the drops. That this is a real video. I need a dick. From <laughs> From the Florida legislature. Uh. While you guys vote, look at watch homie Get totally railed by more trolls. Caves in opposition. Anita Dick is an opponent. Waves in opposition. Holden Hiscock is also an opponent. <laughs> oh my God. Waves in opposition. That is real. That is 100% real. Anita Dick. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Okay, it so is unbelievable. What's it looking like here so far? We got okay. There's a lot of votes. First of all, Mapes says only blue cheese soaking Satan giblets on pizza eating casuals go the dollar ninety nine route. Get on that nine ninety nine gold card. Hey, that's what Could, I'm saying. Couldn't dude. have said it better myself. Yeah, dude, Mapes. couldn't have said it better ourselves. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, Monty Fan and Rexbird says members, members only. only. Okay. Delaric says member only. Okay. Yukon Fan says open it up. Okay, so that's two to one. Three to Shannon one. Shannon says membership. Court McMullen says let Three the floodgates open. Mape says members only. Four to two. Cougar tracks. Five to two. Main event. Six to two. Provo Cougar fan. I vote Seven Fridays are members only. Steve McNeely says no Ute trolls. Eight to two. Gumby Extra Regular opening up the last hour. Eight to three. Vorlin says no, ban the trolls. Nine to three. Brandon Butler, treat it like the 90s and wear your members only jacket. Ten to three. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Are you going to comment on uh, Dick Harmon's article? We will. Uh, Mike Chase says open it up. Ten to four. Ruff says open. Ten to five. Big Jack says kumbaya. Uh, ten to six. Jeff Brewster says members only. 11 to 6. Tim, members only. 12 to 6. Holabilly laughs at the Florida, Floridian. Kent says open it up the last hour. 
Gary says members emphasize but still address others to small extent. So that would be open it up. Matt Ritson says members. Two Masta says say no to Pac-12 troll bot accounts. Okay. Kurt Meyer says I'm for free speech. So it's like 14 to 8. Yeah. Bro is really reading Monty's Chipotle name into the record. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he is. Anita Dick. Yeah, that's right. You know. That's right. Anita Dick. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, outsider says if members only no more gifting memberships that's well, we correct. talked about it we talked about it and it's it once again is the few ruining ruining for ruining it for the all all right i'll open it up let's see what happens let's see what happens this is a huge Do you know mistake. who's at the door your mom giraffe <laughs> <laughs> why well, like I why do that why do that <laughs> Why do that? I don't even know how to go and open this up. Uh, um, let's hello. See. I will. Uh, you guys. Hello. Why do I want to um, do this? Why? Why? <laughs> why? I don't want to do this. I, I hello. don't. And listen, I love all of you. And if this goes wrong. It's your fault, not our fault. I'm punching and eat a dick in the face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Need a dick. We are almost there. Okay. Are you guys ready? God. Here we go. God, here we go. God. God. You and know? the floodgates are open. Jackass. The Damn. Floodga- the floodgates are open. Damn. All right. All, All right. right. What are we talking right. about? Let's, let's give see it what happens. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's see what happens. All right. Here we go. Um, let's make some. Uh... <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> See, like in oh, the, the sad thing is Dreth makes so many accounts. Oh, my God, man. That Look was so it. on point, bro. Selena Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. Selena Rodriguez is like, hello. Hello, Selena. <laughs> that was, I needed that laugh. That was funny. Aiden Bynum. Yeah. Woo. Cougar football. <laughs> Bring it on, non-members. Let's argue. Well, there you go. Uh, you, hey, you guys got what you asked for, okay? Here okay. you go. So whatever, dude. Whatever, this, the man. Be- the best part is, the best part is, bro is just sitting there waiting. <laughs> you have such not, not a life that you're like, hey, man. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. We're doing this. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Let's, why don't we... Why don't we? That was funny. That was funny. That was. Uh, I'm with you on that. Uh, James Knight says, Dreth was looking in the uh, peephole, bro. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, you know. Okay. It's just, it's so funny to me that that happens. But, all right. So, who do we like? Alabama or San Diego State? Let's start right there. You got to go Alabama, dude. You have to go Alabama. I mean, it's... I know it's March Madness, but Alabama is just outright more talented, in my opinion. I, I Again, I've been pretty stout that I think San Diego State's a good defensive team. They're one of the better ones in the country, obviously. I think, what did you say? They allow 64 points a game, I think you said? 63.8. So, you know, obviously a good, a good number there. But I'm just a big believer in sports that if, again, the more athletic team, the more talented team does not always win. No, they don't. But... 
If the more talented team executes, which we have no reason to believe that Alabama wouldn't execute, they should agree. win this game. And and again, I just go back to this K-State Michigan State game last night where I'm sitting here watching Michigan State turn the ball over, you know, not execute on offense like that. You ask for trouble when you do that. So if Alabama avoids that, they'll be fine. I really think that you know, I, I my my struggle is I I'm not rooting for Alabama. Mm-mm. That's my struggle. Like I think it is horrendous what they did. And again, my biggest concern is it's Wales vagina is 0-2 against top 25 teams. Yeah, I guess I'll have to figure something out. But San Diego State is absolutely battle-tested. They have one of the top 10 most difficult schedules in the country. Yeah. They're one of the best offensive teams, arguably the best offensive team in the tournament, left at 64 points a game. But I don't know that... I I mean, Quinterly was really good the other night. Mm -hmm. I mean, not, not... not okay. He was really good. I'm gonna take San Diego State. I'm gonna Damn. I'm gonna put it on the table, and I am gonna take San Diego State. Okay. I'm gonna go San Diego State to upset Alabama, and I think karma, karma comes back to get you. Yeah. That's what that's what I think. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with San Diego State. Okay. Um, the other side, obviously, I think Creighton Princeton. Creighton should walk away with this game. Creighton should walk away with Princeton's this game. Princeton's been playing well, though, man. I, I know, and everybody gets boned over it, but Princeton's... I'm so bricked up right now. Princeton is 2-0 and against top 25 teams. I totally get that. I think they are dead even defensively, and I just think Creighton's a better offensive team. Um, I think that that they will... I'm, I'm going to take Creighton to beat Princeton. I think the Cinderella ride's over. Yeah, I would agree that Creighton's a better team. I just think, again, it's like it's this whole concept of who's hot right now. And I feel like Princeton's been playing some hot basketball lately. Yep, and but. I think we – I also think we have to go to the – the uh, <laughs> probably should have seen this one right here coming. Anita Dick okay, saying dude, go hard. Dude, again, okay, I, this is an issue. You can't reference a drop and then mess up the name of the drop. How do, how do you do that? It's not go hard. Stay hard. It's stay hard, man. Come on now. Come on you know, now. Come um, on. Can we, though, can we, though, get to the real side of the bracket tonight with Houston and Miami? I think Houston is going to absolutely Torch. detonate Miami. Like, I think Miami is going to just get projected you're gone dude yeah like i i don't see any way that that miami is in this game i i think houston wins going away oh, bloody clean methodical and thorough. i think they are and i know it's i i think it's houston or uconn are the best team left in the tournament um i i just look at the way that houston so easily so easily dispatched of auburn yeah and just seeing that like sasser and mark both with 20 in that game um, I thought was was massive, but Walker gave him, uh, you know, damn near a double double. Like to me, I just think Houston's a better team. Yeah, Houston's a better team. I think Houston wins, and I'm I don't know. I think Xavier's very good. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, but Xavier had Kennesaw and Pitt. Texas had to be Penn State and Colgate, and the Penn State game was a battle. Yeah. And I think that Texas is more ready. I'm going to take Texas to knock off Xavier. Totally agree. I, I think that Texas, Texas, I almost feel like Texas 
as a, a university needs every win they can get right now. I feel like you need some momentum heading into heading into the SEC. Like, and I know they have one more year left in the big, but like, I just think you need you need to have a good tournament. Yeah. I, I think so as well. Christopher Shannon says Houston in the final four in Houston this year would be redonkulous. Yeah. How good would that be? Yeah. How good would that be? Uh, let's see. Katoni Baltimore. See, like, again, there's one rule on this show. You guys, and I think you know this. There's Damn. one rule on this show you cannot break. Why do you guys do this? You cannot create accounts. Yeah to mock somebody else you can't you're a douche you can't imitate somebody else's account like why is this a thing that people do and, and i'm not i'm sorry if, i'm not trying to sidetrack the show but it, it is Which starting he's to be about incredible to the show. though like it's incredible to me that all these people do is just make accounts i don't i just it's crazy i don't get it rob's official says i wonder why there isn't byu volleyball type coverage of the memphis player assaulting the bowling green player why are you always after BYU volleyball, man? Like, who cares? It doesn't matter to me. Um, anyway, Christopher Shannon. Houston is in the Final Four in Houston. I think that's a really good point. Because I think, I absolutely think that that Houston is arguably the best team in the tournament. I, I really like UConn, and I probably put too much stock in UConn. Yeah. I freely admit that. But man, I I love I I, I love love the way they I play just basketball. I think UConn's that team that's hot right now. They're playing good basketball, and yep. that's why they've won. Uh, Holabilly says Houston's going to spank Miami like the members do to the trolls. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Get him. Um, let's see. Uh, Borlon says you know Drethman is just a little kid who owns a cat. Probably, probably, probably. But yeah, you know, the great Dane. How much louder is the homecoming for Joe versus Rudy and Donovan's homecoming? Well, I think Joe Ingles is one of the most popular players ever. Joe Ingles, by the way, back with Milwaukee and Salt Lake City tonight. So we'll have to see. Danny Smith says Houston's the best. Uh, Garfield Park gives us a $5 tip. Thanks. Appreciate that. Appreciate Thank that. you. Big Jack 512 says we, we must have Texas-Houston showdown in the Final Four. Yeah. I mean, could, can you just imagine the hype around that game? Yes. I mean... Texas would be absolutely lit for that. Absolutely lit for that. Um, Jeremy Callahan says, Isaiah Thomas posted a video uh, to Marquise Noel saying, watch this. Yeah. Uh, dude. Oh, it was all swag, dude. Marquise Noel is, I mean, just with the ankle injury and then the re-injury of the ankle, to, I, I haven't seen a game dominated like that in. Is this the dagger? I mean, can you guys think of another game where a player just owned the whole the entire game? Like he just not at the owned, college level, no. He I, just yeah. owned that entire game. Kind of like Bucked Up owns the entire energy game here in the great United States of America. United States. Bucked up the official energy drink of the Monty Show. You guys. You guys. Let's Look go. what Jake got me. Let's Look go. what Jake got me. We're back in business, baby. That's we got right. Miami. Jake Let's got go. me in Miami. Let's go, baby. We're feeling good on a That's Friday. That's right. We've got bucked up Miami, the absolute best flavor, in my opinion, here on the Monty program. Y'all feel me? It's Miami from bucked up. Dudes, but I'm telling you, so many people are banging the free, uh, the, the free samples. In the link below in the description, there is uh, you can click the link and get a free sample. Not one, not two. Three free samples. They'll send you a three pack of samples 
and a shaker cup. And let me tell you, these bucked up shaker cups are the best in the business. Best. The other thing I love is that the top never comes open. It's the worst when you shake a cup and it's loose. Nah, bro. Yeah, it's terrible for you. It's brutal. It's awful. <sighs> Nothing like it, man. I love it. Get your free samples and your free bucked up shaker cup. In the link below, they'll ship it right to your house, and it costs you nothing. It is a great deal. It is in the description on this show below. Bucked Up Energy, the official uh, energy drink of the Monty Show. By the way, yesterday, somebody was saying, well, hey, dude, those high-sugar drinks are bad for you. Uh, Bucked Up is zero sugar. You can get caffeine, 300 milligrams in the black can. Bless up. Uh, you can Bless get, up. <laughs> you, can get, you can get low stim. Stay hard. And that's in the white can. Go into any Bucked Up store. You can get it at Walmart. You can get it at certain Costco's. I'm telling you, man, Bucked Up is the energy drink for America. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show as we are just 40 minutes away now yeah. from tip-off of the Alabama game. Really looking forward to that. Outside the echo chamber says Tony is hiding. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. I don't know what yeah. that means. Uh, Cougar Track says, which is the best shakers or cans? Well, energy drink in a can. Yeah. But all your supplements, like, I'll be honest with you, I drink water out of this every day. It's full of water um, because I don't drink, like, this is 300 milligram, milligrams of caffeine. I try to have that done by four o'clock. Yeah. Because I'm generally in bed at 9 30, 10 o'clock. So I want that six hour window where I don't add any stimulants. Um, but for the shaker, I, I, I use water. But if you're if you're looking for like a, a shaker stim, try their pre workouts. Try their BCAs. They have what do you bench? They have uh, branch chain amino acids, BCAs um, with carnitine in them that helps you strip fat. Like, dude, it's they have something for everybody. Just click the link. Absolutely get the free shaker though, because it's it's a great shaker. You'll yes. love it. You'll absolutely love it. Yeah. Salty drunk, who changed his look at that. Hey. Look at that. Salty Drunk changed Dude, his... What's, I thought Salty Drunk was James. Did he change his... James Knight. Yeah, he ch so he changed his name and the picture. That's awesome, dude. He changed his name... And and the picture. And the picture. Yeah, dude. You gotta love that. Love you, James. You gotta you gotta love that. Yeah. Uh, Anita Dick says Alabama. Okay, wait, but, but Instead of Alabama. Right. Well, we gotta... I gotta play. I, I owe James a drop here, man. Fat! Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. you do? Fat! Okay, thank you. There you go. Yeah. What's our favorite? Uh, what are our favorite drops? I fat. love the fat drop. Oh, fat. I love that one. Yeah. I think it's, I'm so bricked up right now. I'm so bricked up right now. Yeah. Ruff's official says, Monty, did you hear about JV from, yeah, I did. Yeah. One of the guys I knew in San Francisco uh, passed away uh, of his own doing. Um, a really good dude too. Yeah. I knew him not much at all, frankly, but he was just a really good dude. And I've been following that story closely. Ryan Fair says, man, I'm at the 200 milligram level a day and I hit the wall late at night. Well, Ryan, I'm telling you. It's about front loading. You got to get more in earlier in the day. Yeah. And it depends on when you eat. It depends on what you eat. It depends on when do you work out. Are you getting dopamine in the morning? Which is to say, do you get light in your eyes first thing in the morning? Like there's all kinds of things you can do to stop yourself from hitting that wall. DM me. I'm happy to chat with you about it. Uh, JW says UVU best basketball in Utah. Might be. Tuesday, NIT. Might be. UVU's hot, dude. Absolutely. 
UVU's hot. No doubt about it. Hullabilly says Mo Bamba and the Kawhi laugh are my faves. Ah, oh, the Kawhi laugh. <laughs> the Kawhi laugh is undefeated. It really is, dude. Uh, Lopes Van Gabe says Salty Drunk, my favorite drop. Definitely the Toilet Echo drop. Oh, the boy. The Toilet Echo. The Bull echo. Rattler. The Bull Rattler. <laughs> the Bull Rattler. Jake had a Bull Rattler today in real life. Oh, yeah, dude. He absolutely, yeah. yes. you know. Uh, Mike Maples, Anita Dick is Sarah Todd's burner. Oh, my God. Bro, chill, dude. Anita Dick. (laughs) Dude, chill, Maves, dude. Come on. You have that as a drop? Anita Dick. You have that? Yes, dude. I've played it like four times on the show already. Are you kidding me? You fucking have that as a drop already? You have that as a drop already? (laughs) Hiscock. I've heard that one, but oh, my God. If you guys are just tuning in, if you guys are just tuning in, I'm going to make your day. I, I, this is the Florida legislature. Dave's in opposition. Anita Dick is an opponent. Waves in opposition. Holden Hiscock is also an opponent. Dude. Dude. Bro, how do you, you did, you did it. You did it not once. But twice. Anita Dick. You did it twice. Hiscock. Holden Hiscock. Hiscock. You did it not once, but twice. Hiscock. You read that into the record in Flor- only in Florida, dude. I just want to thank you all. And God bless all. I know we have a ton of people in Florida oh who listen God. to this Where's show. Where's my boy Mori at, man? Come God on. bless all. Mori Alvarez, What's our favorite Floridian. In Congress, bro. Come on. He did that one. He didn't do that once. He did it twice. I need a dick. Holabilly says, I think they also said Mike Oxbig. Get like Mike, 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 Mike Oxbig. <laughs> right, Mike, right. His cock. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, Jeremy Callahan, branch Floridians. That's exactly. Right. That's right. Exactly right. Of course, this happens in my state. Waves <laughs> in opposition. Oh, that's hysterical. Mike Maples, the Tanner drop will always be the greatest. The, oh, when Which Tanner went that? on that, that, that guy's podcast and talked about the Monty show. M-O-N-T-Y. Is that what you're referencing? Yeah, that's what I he's have, referencing. I have those in the archives. I can add those back, yeah. I think that's what you're referencing. Yeah, which which one are you referencing? Because Tanner has a couple. Tanner does have a couple. Tanner's a legend on this show. Yeah. Seriously. The Kingston Bunch says, Bucked Up should make a Big 12 flavor. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know it'd be cash. That's what I'm saying. Gonzaga. It'd probably be named Gonzaga. You know, you, know. you know what my favorite drop is? Huh. And, I, and I could be wrong. Kurt Meyer says, uh, oh, my God, just like that, SS Plumber. Wow. Wow. Kurt, that is cold-blooded. Dude. Oh, my God. Ama- oh, my God, just like that. Oh. Uh, amazing, but cold-blooded. But cold-blooded. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just. Yeah, dude, that's clutch, Kurt. Good job. Nate Davis. Nate Davis says we should uh, call Bucked Up with Jazz logos. You should. Wait, what does that mean? They, wait, wait, wait. Maybe Bucked Up needs to do a partnership with the Jazz. Yeah, maybe, dude. Exactly right. My favorite drop. Um. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. Ryan Bear says, you guys are hilarious, but my seven-year-old has questions. I need a dick. So, yeah, jerk, play it again. I need a dick. Hiscock. <laughs> Sorry, bro. My bad. Ryan. 
Sorry, buddy. You, Sorry. I love you. Uh, Sam J says that politician needs some bucked up energy drink. Wake up, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, if you look down, if you look down at that piece of paper, do you not do you not question it even a little bit? Like you can even see the pain in his face <laughs> when he realized what he had said. Oh, March Madness. Gabriel says I wear headphones because of the oh my god drop. Yeah, dude. Listen, you know what? Oh my god, just like that. Oh. <laughs> Stop. Drew, bucked up Big 12 flavor should be called the truck stop campaign. Champagne. Get these truck stop. <laughs> JW says bucked up Mormon coffee flavor. Could potentially. Caffeine free from what I understand. Uh, bucked up Giselle's Bunchton. Uh, oh! That's a winner right wait, there. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. So you guys know we told you on the show yesterday. Yeah. On football, 50, 10 in the hour, every yes, hour. Yes, yes, yes. That um, Giselle completely denied all of the, hey, I'm banging Tom's billionaire friend or I'm banging my jujitsu instructor thing. Or that I'd given him an ultimatum. So Tom Brady apparently read the, I think it was Vanity Fair article. Variety. Variety? Variety. No, it was Vanity was Fair. It, was it Vanity, Vanity Fair? Yeah. Look at the quote that Giselle had in this article. You give 100% of yourself, and it's heartbreaking when it doesn't end up the way you hoped for and worked for, but you can only do your part. Okay. Mm -hmm. Seems like. So Tom Brady decided to release a, a, a piece of poetry. Mm -hmm. And it talks about knowing like who like fake friends are, betrayal of false friends, to earn the appreciation of honest critics and endure the betrayal of false friends, is he saying that Giselle Bunchton is a false friend? Because I believe that's an F. Scott Fitzgerald poem. Yeah, that's... No, Did he uh, go Emerson, after Giselle? Emerson. Emerson. Oh, Ralph Waldo Emerson. Yeah, Emerson. And, it, and the, the, it, it's, the question is, what is success? And so he shares this quote. And yes and no. Uh, yes, you did, whether you wanted to or not. Right, because in the quote, it talks about false friends. Obviously, there's a lot of context and substance here. So you don't really have a choice but to say, yeah, he went after Giselle. Now, did he share this this quote with the intent to go after her? I don't know. I think that's impossible to say. I, I don't wanna mm. I, I, I don't wanna be like, yeah, Tom had had malice in his heart. But but with all the rumors swirling and us not knowing the exact truth and having exact clarity. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if it is true that she's, let's say, banging his friend or, you know, which is, I don't think she with is. the jujitsu guy, which, again, we've discussed this. I, I tend to agree. Like, it does kind of feel like rumor, rumorville, but, but let's say that it was true. Let's just, let's say it is true. Okay. Then, yeah, maybe he did. But that's, I, I just don't want to pass judgment on Tom like that. Dave Sebesta, it's not like she blew a 28 to 3 lead. Wow. Wow. Lopes Van Gabe, truck stop champagne blast from Drew Mangala is 100% why comments should be open for all. Savage. <laughs> Arlington Bear says my no-no spot. Oh, is his you're, you're a fan of that one. Okay. Don't touch me there. That, sir, is my no-no square. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Uh, but make sure you touch me. On the... That's an awkward transition. Yeah, I, I, on you, the, I, I'm sorry. What, what was that? <coughs> <coughs> Make sure you touch the Papa Murphy's mobile app, please. Use the promo code Mati25. 
of Papa Murphy's Kitchen? The limited time double bacon cheddar pizza. Uh, actually, it's fresh out of my oven. Dad, it's just an expression. <sighs> Mozzarella, crispy bacon, and Canadian bacon with nacho cheddar cheese sauce. Now that is an expression. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza, so you can make the pizza great. In my oven. Order now at papamurphys.com. Indeed, you should order now. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Man, I'll tell you, it has been such a great relationship we've had with Papa Murphy's. We have one of the better uh, promo codes uh, performance-wise. Every time you guys use a promo code of ours like Papa Murphy's Pizza, anytime you go, guys go and snatch that $10 30-day membership at Triday Trading or you go to Quick Quack Car Wash, um, all of that stuff helps. When you, go to, when you go to Barbecue Pit Stop and say, hey, I heard about you on the Monty Show, all of that stuff helps. Keep kicking ass at Papa Murphy's Pizza because, you know, we are at the 24th of the month. I believe this is the last weekend of the year of the year. Of the month of March, not the last weekend of the year. I might have been wrong about that. Bro, what are you talking um, about, man? Hey, crack's an empowerful drug. But the point is, it's the last weekend of March, which means we're going to get new pizza for March. And I'm mm. telling you, the double bacon cheddar is amazing. It is. Make sure you hook it up. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. Our number one down. And we are getting ready for tip-off between San Diego State and Alabama. I got to say, since we're doing afternoons, I love that games are on while the show is happening. So do I. Big fan. I absolutely do. Big fan. Um, hook it up, man, because let's, let's get your predictions in here. I've, I've looked at a lot of wire, um, and I, I, I'm surprised. I am surprised that overwhelmingly the money is on most people overwhelmingly. Have their money on Alabama, and I, yeah. you're not you're not surprised by that? Not at all. I mean, I, I, because Alabama's the more talented team. I, I, they're the more reliable pick here. But again, I think this is one of those matchups, just like several matchups we've seen over yes. over the last probably week. Yep. Where where you know there's one team that really should win the game, but again, they're playing somebody where you're like, man, like if San Diego State were to win this game, would you really be that surprised? Like. Would you really be that shocked? Like that's the that's why. But Alabama in a basketball game is a seven point favorite, and the number's a hundred and thirty eight. Mm-hmm. A hundred thirty eight. So you're expecting a low scoring game that Alabama is going to win by seven. That's essentially what you're saying, right? And look, I, I, it almost doesn't matter what you think of these two teams. But if we just go by their averages, San Diego State only allows 63 points a game. And Alabama is 68 points a game, right? So that's 131. So you're expect what that's telling me, if you expect Alabama to win by seven, you're saying that Alabama is going to break the defense of, of San Diego State. Yes. That, that's a little surprising to me. If I were betting this game, and, and I'm not telling you to bet or do bet, but if I were betting this game... Uh, I would tell you that I would be taking Alabama to win and San Diego State to cover. Yeah, agree. I think agree. that I think that that's how where you got to put your your ducats on this game, um, because I feel pretty I feel pretty closely that, uh, or I feel pretty strongly that this is going to be a close game. I don't see any way that this is any kind of Alabama. I, seven points. 
Yeah. I don't know what you guys think, but I feel like seven points feels like a blowout. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, I think that's a lot, especially in a tournament game. I mean, if this was some, you know, if this, you know, if they were regular season, let's say, or it was early year or something, okay, I could kind of see that, but... But being in the tournament, seven seven is a lot, and you know, I just I, I don't know that. Yeah, that does feel like a lot. <clears throat> also, it does. quick bit of news here: we finally have news on Ben Simmons' situation. Yeah, I saw this from Woj. Yeah, so Tim Bontemps tweeting that Ben Simmons has been diagnosed with a nerve impingement in his back, so he's out, probably done as a net, in my opinion. I don't know. I don't know. They're not. They haven't been happy with is him. Is his for career obvious. over? Yeah, I think we're getting there, dude. I think we're pretty close to that. Yeah. I think there's a real good chance that his career is over. I think when you when you look at the money he's made and his inability to stay on the floor, I just don't I, I don't know what else you I don't know what else you do with this. I think that's HIPAA. You know, like it yeah. is it's one of those things where I wanna believe in Ben Simmons. I do. But I'm having trouble I'm having trouble buying it because you just you just can't get the guy on the floor routinely, you know, and I, I, I mean, I don't root for guys to be hurt ever. I, I, I truly, I don't, but it just feels like this guy, I don't, I don't even believe, and this is just me. I don't even necessarily believe that Ben Simmons is, is that injured. I think that Ben Simmons is not mentally capable of playing the game. Yeah. I, I, I think that's what that is. And again, I'm just telling you that I think it's really sad. Yeah. That's what I think. And I feel, I feel a great deal of compassion for Ben Simmons because he's battling, for those who don't know, he's battled anxiety and mental, mental issues. Finals. And I, yeah, I mean, it's been... Back is broken. He's had back injuries. and I broke my back. Yeah, it, it's tough, dude. Like, it's... Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Monty Fan in Rexburg says, I don't think anyone would be sad if he never played again. Too boring to watch. I don't know that I agree with that. I think he's got a fun game to watch. I just think that, you know, his early days were his best days. Yeah, I would agree with That's that. That's the sad part. I would agree with that. It just, it, it's just disappointing to me. It's just, it's just disappointing to me. That's what it, you know. Anyway, Holabilly says cocaine's a hell of a drug, Monty. Oh, it is. I mean, I'll keep that in mind. I will. It is. I will keep that in mind. Salty Drunk says, uh, I think I may need a box of tissue when I watch Joe's tribute video tonight. <laughs> Are you guys really excited for Joe Ingles to be back in Salt Lake City? Is that, is that a thing? Apparently. Like, are some, you excited yeah. about that, Jake? I mean, I didn't wake up today and I'm like, hey, Joe's back in Salt Lake. What a day. I, I didn't do that. That's not that big a deal for me from that sense. But yeah, I mean, I think Joe, is, uh, Joe has a following. There's no doubt. And, and by the way, uh, Joe has been playing well this year, you know, and I always go out of my way to say that because it, because I think it's a it's a big time uh, comeback, you know. I, I think we take for granted that that guys can just automatically recover from an ACL, and it's like, no, dude, that's not just auto bid. You're the same guy you were before, uh, you know, before the surgery. You know, ask Reese Hoskins, right? Like he's now going through that recovery. Uh, obviously, you know that you guys, I don't know if you saw it, but he tore his ACL in spring training. So it's a, it's a really rough injury. It's shocking to the system. And the way Joe did it was just brutal, just driving and just popped it. And I think that, you know, coming back to Salt Lake is, is, is obviously going to be a, a thing for him. Of course, you know, ton of years here, I think eight seasons here, whatever it was, like that's a long time, especially in today's NBA. So yeah, I'm sure uh, I'm sure he'll get a tribute video. I'm sure it'll be a great thing. Uh, I'm sure that building will be sold out as usual. Um, and yeah, 
I think it'll be a nice night. But I, I am not, and, and I'm not even saying it's a hate. Like, I just am not, it's not like, I'm like, wow, Joe's back. Not the way I was with Don. I think Don's return is a way bigger be- deal than Joe Ingles. Oh, I would, I would agree with that. I would totally agree with that. Uh, the Kingston Bunch says, whenever people got get traded off of the Jazz, they immediately become better like Donovan Mitchell. You Oh, like Rudy Gobert's been worse? He's been awful, dude. Come on, dude. Uh, the Jazz Church says, if Joe Ingles comes back to Utah, I will not. No, see, we just get into these guys. Again, like you, you've taken all this time. You've taken all this time to, to make that. Anyway, my point is. My You're point a is, I think Joe Ingles is a beloved member of jazz history. Yeah. I, I truly believe that. I think he is a beloved member of, of jazz history. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see exactly what, you know, what he's like. I think it'll be very interesting to see. I want to see Joe do very well um, in, in, in his time here. I, I really do. Keaton Critchlow says, um, Cole Anthony drop. Everybody's still commenting on their favorite drops. Yeah. There was a vacuum reference, the vacuum drop. Vacuum drop. Which, yeah. Three weeks away from getting, getting vacuumed. Yeah, what are you, you, what are you, are you, are you already, you know, feeling it or what is your... I'm a little nervous about the colonoscopy. Yeah, I'd be nervous. April Dude, 13th. Like, that's, that's wild. Shout the uh, Rudy was never a superstar. Y'all fell in love with a guy who's too one-sided. That contract is an effing joke. Yeah, Dude, dude. in, in yep. Salt Lake City, Rudy Gobert was a, a, an absolute superstar. Dude's name should have been Jesus, man. And I'll tell you, the day that we, going on two years now, like a year and a half, when we reported that he was going to be traded... And that they were committed to building around Donovan Mitchell. The vitriol on this show was unbelievable. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. It, it, it was crazy. The Kingston Bunch. Rudy was never good, though. He is very overrated. Agreed. Could very well be. Could very well be. Uh, George Van says Alabama's coach has more ego than Saban. But while they may win this game, they won't win at all. It well, is what it is. And I, yeah. The Nick Saban thing yesterday was savage. Unbelievable. Savage. Unbelievable. Bigfoot Duck says, you got your uh, colon clean yet, Monty? April 13th. Yeah. April 13th, I'm getting vacuumed in the backside. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Joe Ingles tonight. I mean, I, 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 I think, and I know I'm probably in the minority on this. I think the storylines around this Jazz team, I think the storylines around Portland, this situation with the Lakers... If you're not paying attention to the Lakers, I don't know. Um, I don't know if you're an NBA fan or not, because that Lakers situation is com- is unbelievably compelling. Mm-hmm. And I think this. The, if you guys didn't hear today, the Lakers said that um, LeBron James, and I think it was actually yesterday, that LeBron James wants to return the last week of the regular season and try to play the final three games. Today, the news came out that Kevin Durant is on track to return on Wednesday. And my biggest question in Phoenix is, is Chris Paul done? Because mm-hmm. I have to believe on some level that Chris Paul is done. He, I mean, I've never seen Chris Paul this unproductive when he's on the floor. Because it's garbage. And, and I think, honest to God, I think this is different than a guy who's just broke. He's not broke. He's old now. Yeah, I mean, he's been in the league forever. I, I think that, you know, father time is undefeated. At some point, it was going to catch up. And and again, I think the Absolutely. problem for Chris Paul is he's proven to be someone that's not reliable in the postseason. And, I, and, I, and it's not just with the Suns. I mean, you go back 
to Houston, you know, the Clippers. I, I mean, it's just not worked out at all. Yeah, I, I am I am starting to believe that Chris Paul is a guy that wants to, but he just can't. Yeah. That's where I'm at with it. You know, yeah. I, I think Chris Paul wants to win a championship, but I just don't think he's that guy anymore. Yeah. I really don't. Salty Drunk. It says, Joe and his wife, Renee, did a lot of charity work in Utah, I believe. Nobody's questioning whether the guy's a good guy or not. Yeah. He is beloved by jazz fans. But I just don't think he is, he's not the same player anymore. And I, the problem is I think he, they're playing him a ton of minutes on certain nights. And I think you're just asking for trouble. Yeah. You know, like you're just asking for trouble. March Madness Gabriel says, yeah, C, CP3 should have been playing for the Lakers in Rondo's role. Not allowing him to go to the Lakers changed the, the trajectory of his career. And I, I, that will forever, I think, be one of the biggest storylines in Chris Paul's career. His, their unwillingness to allow the Lakers to acquire him. Well, and I think what, what also that comment might be saying is like, with the Suns, he should be playing the, the role that Rondo played with the Lakers. Like, come off the bench, you know. Yeah, but that's not who Chris Paul is in that locker room. And they don't, Cameron Payne's not a guy that should be playing there, but he yeah. should have been. And you guys remember that story. New Orleans wanted to trade him to the Lakers. They submitted the trade and the NBA said no. And I just think it's, that's what, it, that's one of the biggest things in his, in his legacy, in my opinion. Yeah. So, uh, Spangler says Chris Paul has been done. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I think probably since OKC, even though his first year in Phoenix, he was really good. Bob Holsey says, Monty, make me make some money on the colonoscopy. Set your phone on record before they wheel you in. If you need um, your doc's crack jokes, you can win a lawsuit. If your doc's crack jokes, you can win a lawsuit. No, nah, I'm not. You get the video if you want it. I don't want it. I just want him to say, no, nope, everything's good, man. See you in 10 years. That's I'm going to do that. Brandon Butler, if the Lakers don't pick up a few wins, LeBron is going to sit out the rest of the season. I don't think so. I think it's so compact at the bottom of the West. I think it is. It is the so Suns are close. Two games out of the plan, dude. It's, so it, close because it's so close. Yeah, it really is. Nick Hines says, "Do you think the Lakers will lose the playing game if they get in?" Well, I think it depends on who they see. But I look at the way the standings are right now, dude. The bottom of the West is the Jazz, Thunder. Pels, Lakers, Mavericks, and Timberwolves essentially all tied within a game of each other, which is incredible. It, it's absolutely incredible. And that OKC has been so hot and chose the wrong time. The Clippers rolled them the other night. Mm -hmm. it, it, and it's really tough to beat a team in this league two times in a row. But you really, that schedule, man, OKC just has such a crazy tough schedule. I got to think the Lakers would be able to win a must-win game in the play-in, dude. Come on. Well, we're going to find out. I'm telling you this Austin Reeves situation with the Lakers is a big deal. Yeah, he's uh, he's punching his ticket out of the Lakers or getting paid with the Lakers one way or the other because he's playing too well. They should be starting him at that point. He should be on the ball. LeBron, and and this is this is going to ultimately be the issue in L.A. Yeah. LeBron James is a ball hog. I think everybody recognizes that. But if he's off the ball, the wear and tear is far less. And the way that Austin Reeves has exploded when LeBron or AD has been hurt, 
I don't know how you take the ball away from him. His last two games have been nothing short of sensational. Stay hard. And you can see all of the work that he has put in. He talked about how he is emulating James Harden and Trey Young in his efforts to finish and get fouled or to get fouled. Yeah. And you can see it paying dividends. He's absolutely extending the arms. He's using the swing through. He's using the carryover. Austin Reeves is putting on a show. Yeah. And he's doing it for the Lakers, which is a whole nother level of pressure. It's one thing to do it in, in Charlotte. It's one thing to do it in New Orleans or Oklahoma City or a smaller market team in the NBA. But this the LA Lakers. People watch them every single night. Yeah. And he's embraced it. And I think that Austin Reeves has to start. And I think he needs to stay. He needs to stay on the ball. He needs to stay on the ball and allow them to uh, allow them to flourish. Yeah, because yep. I think LeBron would benefit from being off the ball. I think he would he would absolutely benefit from being off the ball more. Yeah, I think so, the problem is LeBron can't stand to be off the ball. LeBron's not a purebred scorer in that way where he wants to be off the ball. LeBron himself admits that he likes to distribute. Yes, he does. And yes, James Knight, I agree. Salty Drunk says, huge game tonight, Lakers and Thunder. Huge game. Yeah, and who'd have thought? I mean, like, if you just think about it traditionally, who'd have thought that Lakers-OKC would be a big game? But it oh, is a big game. Dude. It's a big game, dude. And the Suns, by the way, I don't know how many people realize that the Suns are, are like, this is, this is getting tight now. <coughs> the, Suns are, the Suns are getting pulled into the playoff here. And it is a, it is a big flipping deal. Because I don't think there's anything guaranteed in the West right now. You have too much time left. And now I think you're in a position where if you don't have bucked up energy on your side, I don't know how you're going to make the playoffs instead of the play-in. Thanks. You got it. I said if you don't Send have... Some of your best were, I mean... Bu bu bucked up energy, the I'm official energy drink of the Monty Show. I'm Get the real. free samples in the description below. You got come on, come on. Some of your best work. I mean, you're you're finishing on, the week strong. I'll give you come credit. On, come on, man. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, free samples of bucked up. I tell you every day on the show. We drink. I drink. I don't know about little Susie over here, but I drink the black can with 300 milligauss of uh, caffeine in it. And no, we're not chugging the black can today and burping all over the place. Why not? What's wrong with you? Okay. I mean, we're 12 I mean, minutes if, away from San Diego State beating listen, Alabama. If you're going to do it, then do it. But I, I mean, I, you know what happens. I'm not doing you know, it. Uh, you know. I've done it already. You on the show. There, there's some people who have never done it on the show. So, Dude, I did it the other day. For those of us that do it on the show, I did some it the of other us day. should be doing it on the show, but they're not. This, this kind of treatment's because of what I said about Dion, isn't it? That's no, what this is. No, That's Shador. What this is. No, Shador. It's not. That's what this is. Bucked Up Energy. BuckedUpEnergy.com. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off at checkout. But get the free samples, man. I'm telling you, the pre-workout is the best. Um, I slept until, you ready for this? 7.12 this morning. Hmm. We don't go to the gym on, <laughs> on Fridays. I, I, I woke up at 5.30, tinkle, tinkle, right back to bed, slept till 12 after 7. It was unbelievable. Um, but when I get up in the morning, usually I take that bucked up LFG pre-workout. Unbelievable. Really good kick, but it doesn't spike you where you're feeling all jittery. It's nice and smooth. Smooth. Because they use the best ingredients. You get the best performance. Don't take my word for it, man. 
Go to BuckedUp.com. Look at all their ingredient labels. It's all there. All the research behind their products are there. BuckedUp.com. Use the promo code MONTY to get 20% off. Or get your three free samples and your free shaker cup. I love mine. It is the best shaker cup, whether it's water or a protein shake. It absolutely kicks ass. Bucked up. Free samples in the link below. Just click, pick out your three free samples. Then pick out your shaker cup color because you can get any color you want. Any color combination cap and body that you want. Hook it up. They'll send it right to your door for free. At Bucked up. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show in the Western Conference. Yeah. The Suns are 38 and 34. The Clippers are 39 and 35. And your Golden State Warriors are 38 and 36. Stay hard. Minnesota, who is playing surprisingly well, they've won their last two. Carl Anthony Towns is back. 38 and 36, a game behind Phoenix for the four spot. And you're telling me that they don't need Kevin Durant and Phoenix desperately. Desperately. Now, they're playing really well, but they've lost two in a row. Yeah. It's time to it's time to go. Devin, yeah, Devin to Booker, going. Devin Booker's got to step up, and Kevin Durant absolutely has to come back because they they absolutely need him. There's just no gimmies in the West. It, it, it look it just quite literally is too tight. You can't just cruise in. Yeah, I agree. Adam Terry Hawker says bucked up helps with tricep D ups. I mean, you know. Okay. It's a lifestyle. Uh, the Kingston bunch. I think the Warriors are going to come back and win the chip. <laughs> my guy right there how much weed do you guys smoke that's, that's my guy dude. you guys do you guys dude. drink the ayahuasca together that's my guy how about <laughs> what uh, logan paul yeah no jake paul jake paul saying that he and aaron Rodgers drank ayahuasca together you're a douche no you didn't that guy's definitely a douche no you didn't yeah he absolutely did not i don't buy that for a second i don't buy that for a second not even close. Yeah. Salty Drunk says, I will give 25 memberships if Jake brings back the OG glasses for a show. Okay, I'll think about it. Maybe. So many people comment on the fact that you don't. I don't even, know. I don't even don't. know where those are, to be honest with you. No idea. Couldn't tell you. You don't have a pair of glasses? Nope. Well, I mean, I have them. They're somewhere around the house, somewhere. I you couldn't tell you they where are. they are. No. See, I've never been to your house. Jake doesn't let me go over to his place. I'm not allowed. Right. So I don't know what that looks like. Zigrit Dane. Uh, Monty, as my grandma used to say, if you sprinkle when you tinkle, be a sweetie and wipe the seedy. I need a dick. You know. <laughs> my aim is remarkably good. I have a uh, toilet bowl light. So when you walk <laughs> in the bathroom, you don't have to turn on the lights. Motion detector turns on the light in the bowl. Tinkle, tinkle. Flushy washy, back to Betty <coughs> Weddy. No, not Betty. That came out wrong. Then, yeah, I mean that's what you know. You know. Um, Devil Frog. Okay. Uh, Big Twelve schools aren't taking a pay cut to add Gonzaga. Who said that they would take a pay cut to add Gonzaga? Yeah, they don't need to, bro. The Big Twelve needs football members. Uh, okay. Uh, nobody said they were taking a pay cut. Yeah. Nobody said. Eight minutes now. Eight minutes until Gonzaga, Alabama. Yeah. Alabama. Roll time. Do you guys know where that's from? Do you know where that's from? No. Forrest Gump. When he says Greenbow, Alabama. Like, how am I supposed to know that that's a Forrest Gump reference? I don't know. Like, All of I our mean, tournament updates on the Monty Show are presented by Quick Quack Car Wash. Make sure you get to your local Quick Quack Great Car Wash. Bring the kids. They have all kinds of great lights and colors and soaps in the tunnel. So the kids love driving through Quick Quack Car Wash. 
They're super friendly. And the best part is you're in and out in five minutes, no matter how busy they are. I am never there more than five minutes. Vacuum real quick. Wipe the car down real quick. Bye-bye. I love it. Get a membership. I go twice a week, usually every week. Now that I have Hank, the uh, Grand Cherokee, life is good. Thanks to my friends at Quick Quack Car Wash. We're about uh, six minutes away from San Diego State. Uh, and Alabama will have all the updates in uh, scoring for you. Uh, so make sure that you uh, stick around for that. Holabilly says, by the way, thanks for the tickets to Road to WrestleMania. Guys, you're welcome. You are so damn welcome, Tomorrow bro. night, WWE Road to WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Wrestle. I don't I'm know how they so do it. bricked up right now. Yeah, I don't know how they do it at Maverick Center. They went from hockey to basketball, back to hockey. Then when the game's over tonight, they're going to go to wrestling. Then they're going to go back to hockey for some <laughs> How do you do it? Uh, Stephen McNeely says Forrest Gump. Gump. I like Forrest Gump. I do. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan. Ryan Fair says, how old are you? Of course it's Forrest Gump. 13. Okay. 13 Here and a virgin. Stay 13 hard. and a virgin. You're going to make people think I'm actually a virgin, and I'm not. Am I wrong? Yeah, you are. I'm wrong. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you told dear old dad everything. No. Are you saying that you don't? Hiscock. No. Are you, <laughs> Guy, what? so you're saying that you don't? I don't what? You should tell me everything. We're, we're, we're little buddies, buddy. We are. All right. <laughs> Five um. minutes away from San Diego State and Alabama. Let's talk about Gonzaga joining the Big 12. Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga, as you know, got a scintillating win last night. Um, as they, I think, lit this tournament on fire. Yeah. I think it was the absolute game of the tournament so far. Um, it was, I think, everything that you wanted in, a, in a, an elimination game. And the thing that I guess I wonder about is how easy of a fit is Gonzaga into the Big 12? Because I think it's seamless. I think it's easy. Um, I don't think there is any doubt. Fox, I think, has told anybody that will listen that they will pay for Gonzaga to join the conference. And you look at the way that Gonzaga went about winning that game. And yes, I think Drew Timmy was absolutely the reason they won that game. But Strother hitting that shot, I mean, from the logo, it was absolutely incredible for a guy that had really had struggled all night long. And Gonzaga wasn't the same old Gonzaga team that we were used to. I don't think that they played as well as many of us thought they would. But when you look at that style of basketball, tell me that that style isn't an easy, natural fit in the Big 12. Yeah, I think it is a, a natural fit in the Big 12. And I think that, you know, Gonzaga doesn't need a football program to join the Big 12. I don't think the Big 12 needs them to have a football program. And I think that Gonzaga uh, is a quality enough university to be able to join a P5 like this. And, and I think that's been the conversation. You know, we have San Diego State coming up in, what, like three minutes or whatever it is now. Like, this is a big game for San Diego State, not just to, not just because they want to try to advance, but because there needs to be uh, proof that you can actually beat P5 quality teams. And I think that, you know, teams like Gonzaga, teams like San Diego State, um, uh, like Houston, as an example, obviously they're already in the big 12 or they're going to be, you know, they've been accepted and everything, but I still think it's important that you have a good showing. So I look at Gonzaga and yeah, I think, you know, when you're, when you're, uh, beating the caliber of team that they're beating, you're, that puts you in a really strong position. And I think, you know, with how much they've won over the last couple of years, like obviously it's no secret that they can make money for you, which is why I think they're, they're a valuable commodity 
in what is 100% a basketball-first conference, in my opinion. So, to me, that's why they're such a good fit in the Big 12. Yeah, and I, I really, I think when you look at the way that Gonzaga does business, and I think this is really what it comes down to, their business model, I think, lines up perfectly with the Big 12, and I think what Brett Yormark has talked about, when it comes to, hey, we are going to monetize basketball. It is going to be a revenue stream for us. I think when you look at the way that Gonzaga has become a national powerhouse, you can't tell me how many other sports Gonzaga has, nor do you care. You just know that Drew, Drew, Drew Timmy's a douche who wears a headband and rocks a flea-infested beard. I mean, that's what you know about the guy. Oh, by the way, and he's a hell of a basketball player, and they win games. They beat good teams. They're a small college that pounds big colleges. And I think that, I absolutely think that underdog role fits nicely in the Big 12 because I think you have others in that category. Mind you, BYU's in that conference. If there was ever an underdog, it's BYU. But I look at Gonzaga and I look at, again, BYU. Dick Harmon wrote a piece today uh, in the Deseret News, or I think it was actually this week in the Deseret News, where he talked about the value of Gonzaga and or excuse me BYU and the fact that um the the Pac-12 really missed on not adding not adding BYU and I mean I I guess I I can agree with that I, I the thing that I think is so interesting though is the Pac-12 now is in a position where they can't buy Gonzaga into the conference because I think Gonzaga doesn't want to join I think Gonzaga is on the verge of joining the Big 12. We've, we've heard that for a week or so now. I think it is a really big deal. Yeah, and I think the trouble is, is that that um, because Gonzaga is on the precipice of joining the Big 12, there's no need. I mean, it would be different for the Pac-12 if Gonzaga was like, man, we really got to get into a P5 and we're just struggling and we need to get in the door somewhere. Then the, P- then, uh, the Pac-12 becomes valuable in that sense. But... That's just not there. And I think it's also not there with media partners. It's also not there with the football on the field, the basketball on the court. Like, it's just not the Pac-12 in that sense is just not in a great place. And that's why I think, you know, you have Gonzaga looking at the Big 12 instead of the Pac-12. I think it's really interesting. And again, this is just my opinion. I think it's really interesting the topic of who the the Pac-12 is passed on. Because if you look at... You know, we reported many, many years ago. Now, and Ute fans, I think it's hysterical that Ute fans still just love mm-hmm. to let us live rent-free in their heads. We reported many moons ago, I think in 2015, that USC, Texas, and BYU wanted out of their situations and had talked about trying to form a new conference. And here we are, almost 10 years later, BYU, Texas, and USC are out of their situations into different situations, two of them in the super conferences and BYU into the big 12. Yeah. And I think it is fascinating how long it takes to really make foundational difference, making change in college sports. I think it's, I, I listen, I think BYU struggle to get to the big 12. I mean, I, I think again, we all remember the Bronco Mendenhall, you know, Austin American Statesman begging to get into the big 12 interview and the damage that that did. But I think BYU fans will forever remember the cultural fit bombs that the Pac-12 dropped on them yeah. about not being a research institution and you know the cultural fit referring to religion. And I, I think just the snobbery and the egotistical attitude and 
just the 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 pure disrespect that was levied towards BYU by everybody Facts. in Pac-12 circles. Facts. Now it's it's a, a flip of irony, if you will. Facts. Because you look at Gonzaga, and Gonzaga doesn't want anything to do with the Pac-12 right yep. now. Yep, same same sentiment. And, and it's it's really tough. It's really tough, in my opinion. Yeah. When you read this article by Dick Harmon, and, and I would tell you, um, I retweeted it. It's on my Twitter right now. Go and read it. It's a sensation. I mean, it's Dick Harmon. It's always going to be very good work. But I think when you look at the way that that whole thing went down, it the the irony of it all, Jake, I think is so painful for Pac-12 fans. Yeah, and I think that's why there's not going to be a lot of positivity that comes from, you know, a Utah fan or, you know, a Washington or Oregon fan, you know, a mainstay in the Pac-12. Like, I just don't think there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, sunshine and, and flowers in that Not sense all. from them. And, I, and and you understand it. You get it. I, I, I totally get it. I'd be frustrated too. Yeah. Uh, little Jizzy says, Monty, you better be wearing your garments. Why? Do you know what that, you don't know what that's a reference to? Well, I, yeah. uh, first of all, I am not LDS. Right. I know it's a reference so, to the LDS faith, but. Yeah, I don't wear my. But what is the joke? <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <laughs> You guys, he's a, he's a nice little boy. What is the joke? Um, it's just, uh, like, it's, I, I mean, what, it's did a magic, you do something it's a, bad? It's a magic underpants reference. It's never mind. Uh, I don't think the Pac-10 can buy any teams. Zugretain says, I, I would agree with you. I think that's why I don't think you can expand right now. I really don't think that you can expand. We are underway with Alabama and San Diego State and Louisville. Um, and it is, this is a game that I think we've all waited for and right away, Alabama gets an and one. And I'm just telling you. It is what it is. I'm telling you right now. And you guys. It's a foul all day, bro. I'm just saying. And we're going to keep you updated on this game for the next 90 minutes. Thanks to our friends at Quick Quack Car Wash who present all of our uh, NCAA tournament updates. Yeah. Alabama's the better team here. Let's Let's not make any bones about this game. Alabama's the much better team here. That doesn't mean that San Diego State can't win the game, but San Diego State can't do what they're doing now, which is missing open jumpers and not playing defense. Yeah. And this is what scares you because Alabama has a tendency to score in bunches. Uh-huh. They're not going to blow you out. They're not you're not going to lose to Alabama by 30 points. In in my esteemed opinion, you're not going to lose to Alabama by 30 points. But Alabama's already got an easy layup and one. They're now on their third possession of this trip. And this is, this is what you can't allow Alabama to do to just dominate you. Fourth possession now on this trip. You can't allow yeah, Alabama dude. to do this. Yeah. And I think San Diego State's going to have a very rough time in this game. Yeah. They're going to hold their own. But they're, at some point, if this keeps up, they're going to be down 10 points. Yeah. And if San Diego State is ever down 10 points, I'd be shocked if they come back to win the game. Just shocked. Fifth possession now. No, but finally, Alabama had five opportunities to score. Did not. San Diego State gets a rebound, and it's pretty remarkable to me that that's how this is. This game's going to go. Yep. And, oh, San, I, 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 we're not allowed to do play by play. Yeah. But I will tell you that San Diego State looks terrified. They look terrified. They're zero for three on jumpers, but. It's going to be very interesting to see oh how this God, plays out. Dude. They've missed layup after layup. And, uh, oh, San Diego State. Yeah. 
Okay, we'll keep you updated yeah. on this game. I, I, you, Jesus, dude. This is going to be... This is um, this was an absolute cr- train wreck of a start. Yeah. What else do people say? Oh, my God. Uh, Greg Romano. I'm eager to see how much BYU TV's numbers improve now that they are members of a P5 conference. It'll be interesting. I think that they're going to play games of leverage every single... Every single week now, like every game they play is critically important. Yep. So I think it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. March Madness. Gabriel says, this is such a sloppy start. It's ugly. (laughs) I'm really worried for San Diego state in this game, man. Like you can see the athleticism that Alabama brings to the yard now. Like you can see that. And I, I don't know exactly how San Diego state overcomes that. I don't know. By using every single file that they have available to them. Apparently. That's what it feels like, right? Uh, Gary says, end of the road for Bama here. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Bigfoot Duck says, I'm a huge Oregon Duck fan. Sad to see what is going to happen to the pack, but I do know my Ducks are still going to be playing football in September of 2024. Well, I, I you know, it's funny, and, and I really want to get into this ass-kicking of Jake. Um, I mean, mm. this ranking of Pac-12 quarterbacks. <laughs> Hi, Jake. Hey. I love you. <laughs> I'll drop that. We had a, we, you will. I know it. We had a fight on the show yesterday. We, we don't. Uh, we banter and bicker back and forth I'll on sports. I try to sports. stay calm and not curse. Like all the time. Like he slanders everybody I like. He tries to score with all my chicks. Like, that's Those who Jake statements is. are not true, and I ask that you strike them. I will not. Uh, but my point is, we never have fights. Yesterday about Deion Sanders and Shador Sanders. I personally would like an apology. I felt like that was a fight on the program. Uh-huh. Yeah. So let's get into it a little bit. And my, the, I'm just going to ask you straight away. Where are you at on Shador Sanders, and where do you think he ranks in the Pac-12 as far as quarterbacks go? Yeah, I think he's he's mid table. Uh, he's not like he's top mid? three. Yes, he's mid. I think that you just called Shador Sanders I mid. I think that um, he. I think if his dad wasn't coaching, I think if Deion Sanders was not a coach, Shador would have been in a P5 program from the start. He would have been. Yes. I, I, so I. I you know, I, I, I think that the people who are like, oh, well, you know, if this kid's so good, why did he go to Jackson State or why did he play at that level? It's like, well, he wanted to play under his dad. You totally understand that. I get Absolutely. that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's got big arm talent. I think he's a good decision maker. But I think that, yeah, there's going to be an adjustment playing P5 talent. There always is. There always has been. There always will be. It's just the way the game works, you know. There's an adjustment when you go from college to the NFL. There's an adjustment high school to college. Like, there's going to be an adjustment when you're essentially playing you know, I guess average talent and you're going up and playing elite talent now, even even in the Pac twelve. You're you're playing some of the best athletes that uh the college ranks have to offer. So I would say that he's that he's mid table. A lot of people have him like seventh or eighth in the conference. You could make a case that uh, come on. You could make a he's case better than that. Yeah, like you could make a case that he's better than, you know, uh Ungalale. You could make a case that he's, you know, I'm not going to sit well, here and try to make the case that he's better than Cam Rising, but... Uh, he's clearly not better yeah. than Cam. Is he better than Drew Pine at Arizona State? Yes, he is. Is he better than Dante Moore at UCLA? Yes, he is. Jaden Delore at Arizona. Ooh. 
But what is, and I'm not trying to get all philosophical or make complicated, but what does better really mean? Because like what you're More Drew efficient Pine, passer who does not turn the ball over and can get the ball down the field with his arm and his legs. Yeah. I think Drew Pine is an under, I'm a, I'm a Notre Dame fan. Drew Pine, you guys will remember, Notre Dame starting quarterback. They said, we're going to make you compete for your job. He said, okay, I'm going to transfer. Right. So he transferred to Dillingham at Arizona State, who's got like 57 quarterbacks. Jaden Delora at Arizona, I think, is is close. Um, I look at Delora, and I think that the problem with Jaden Delora is what was his best game last year? Mm. Colorado, right? Arizona, the Arizona Colorado game was very six touchdowns against Colorado, but Colorado sucked last year, which Jake doesn't want to talk about. Okay, that was last year. Deion Sanders is God, so that doesn't count now. Right. Anyway. I kid. Right. I think Jaden Delore is a better quarterback than Shador Sanders. Mm-hmm. So there's one. Um, DJ Ungalale at Oregon State. I think Shador Sanders is better. I think they're close. That's 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 kind of where I'm like, hey, he's probably he could probably edge him out just straight up. But when I look at this list in the Pac-12, I'm like, you know, Dante Moore is young, you know. And I look at Ungolale and I say, okay, well, at least this cat's been been around a minute. You know, his time with Clemson. Obviously, he wasn't great. He was but again, awful. But again, a lot of people say that his struggles were system-based. So, we'll see. This is a, obviously a big year for him. But I, I would probably take Shador because I think Shador, I think if we're just going with athleticism, Shador is more athletic than a lot of these guys. I think you could, it, just on athleticism, I think he's probably top four. Arm talent, think, He's he's got more arm talent than Cam Rising has. I think he's got more arm talent than Bo Nix has, but that doesn't mean a whole lot. Right, yeah. Right? I mean... It's not the talent that you have. It's how you use that talent. Cam Rising is gritty. He's tough. He's determined. He's experienced. He's played in huge games. Cam Rising's better. But DJ Ungalale at Clemson was a terrible quarterback. Right. And when you're replacing a guy like Lawrence, who was all world, okay, that's a tough nut to crack, right? But I think Uwe Ungalale, the problem was, and the problem is, he doesn't understand how to read defenses. Right. I think him and Dabo had a falling out, and I think Dabo built that program on on you know God's name, image, and likeness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, you know, in God's name. Thanks, image, Coach. And um, we built this program on NIL. Yes, you did. And that's how I look at it. But I think he's seventh. I think Delora is ahead of him. I think Cam's ahead of him. I think Cam Ward at Washington State is tremendous. I think he's ahead of him. I think Bo Nix is ahead of him. I think Michael Penix Jr. is the great unknown. He's really good. I don't understand why Penix came back. Mm -hmm. Michael Penix at Washington, I have no idea why he came back. I I don't understand it. I look at some of his numbers. Um, He he, he threw for 4,641 yards and 31 touchdowns against eight interceptions and he didn't go to the NFL. Yeah. Now, is it because he's a lefty and that scares some people? Sure. But so was two attacked by your mama. And he's done terrible in the NFL. <laughs> so maybe that's why Penix has come back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think it is Caleb Williams one and Michael Penix two. And then I think probably Bo Nix three. Yeah. I think probably Cam Rising four. Yep. 
Cam Ward, five. Jaden Delora, six. And then I think Shador Sanders, seventh at Colorado. Because frankly, I think everybody else is untested and unknown. Drew Pine's an average quarterback. Sam Jackson at Cal, I have no idea. Ari Patu at, at Stanford, you don't know either. Right? Like, I, I, I just don't think you know. Yeah, there's a lot of unproven in the conference this year, for sure. For so, sure. I don't think, and I want to make this really clear as we talk about the best quarterbacks in the Pac-12 here. We have an update on San Diego State and Alabama coming up. Um, but I don't think Shador Sanders is bad. I don't think he's not talented. I don't think he's unsmart. Because it's garbage. But how much credence do you put into his numbers at Jackson? Well, I, I mean, I think you have to put a little bit into him. I mean, there there's numbers. I mean, that's like, that's what, I mean, it's, it's almost That's like what we this, have. Yeah, I mean, it's like this conversation of like, oh, they didn't play anybody. Well, that's who he had to play. I mean, that's that's what was in front of him. And I think... He was successful, and this was kind of the crux of my argument yesterday of, like, hey, like, Dion or Shador, whoever, like, who, whatever person you want to look at, they can only play who's in front of them. So if they've been successful to this point, then I think there's no reason to believe they wouldn't be successful, generally speaking. Now, the problem here is that Shador... Um, you know, Shador is obviously stepping up in talent, and I know I keep bringing that up, but it is the main the main thing in this conversation. You're stepping up to to all world talent, really. I mean, this is again, even in the Pac-12, you're you're still seeing all world athletes. You're still seeing NFL caliber prospects every single week. And I know it's not the SEC. I know it's not the Big Ten or the Big Twelve, but you're still facing better, much better talent than you would have faced uh, at, at Jackson State. So, yeah, I mean, how much credence do I do I, do I I put into his numbers? Yeah, I put some credence into him because they're his numbers. I think if you look at his tape, which is what I'm, I'm much more of a tape guy, not necessarily a numbers guy, I think if you look at his tape, the things I like about him are he is athletic. He can make plays on the run. Uh, he's got a good arm. Uh, most of the time he makes good decisions, but I am a little worried about the fact that he gets a little too aggressive sometimes. There was some plays that I saw where where you forced the football and you paid the price. And by the way, well, at that level, the other thing I'm concerned about is he 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 had several of his big highlight plays where they were touchdowns. We're in the double and triple coverage, and the receiver made the play because of the level of talent. And, and, because Hunter's that good. Yeah, and so for me, I I, I look at it and I say, okay. Yeah, those are touchdowns you made the throw, but that's probably not completed in a Pac-12 game. You know, that's probably not completed at Rice Eccles uh, Stadium yeah. on November 25th. Yeah, and so that's where I I I struggle with it. But again, that's why I say he's not top five. He's he's seventh, seven or eight, depending on who you talk to. But again, ultimately, what I think will define his success and failures is discipline to the system and his willingness to check the football down when they're playing, you know, two high safeties. Like, you need to do that and have patience. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I, I think it's, I just think it's going to be a really interesting fall camp because we need to learn who a lot of these guys are. Let's get you an NCAA tournament update presented by our friends at Quick Quack Car Wash. The best car wash in Utah, Phoenix, Arizona. Anywhere you have a quick quack car wash, you should hook it up because you're in and out in five minutes. Your kids are going to love it. The people that work at quick quack are absolutely the friendliest people you're ever going to meet. And I love that you don't have to work with some credit card pagoda thing. You deal with human beings. You hand them your card or they put your license plate in because you have a membership. 
You tell them what you want. Hey, can I get a muddy duck? They punch it into an iPad. Doom, done, right? That's what I love. You get a high level of service from friendly professional staff. It's cost effective and it's fun and it's fast. And the vacuums are awesome because you have those big floor vacuum attachments. You also have the cup holder and the seat vacuums. Love it. Quick Quack Car Wash presents our NCAA tournament update. San Diego State 8, Alabama 7, 12.39 to go. This is going to be an absolute ball yard, school War. court basketball game. This is going to be this is going to be a pickup game. And that's what this feels like. It is eight to seven, and we're eight minutes into this game. Yeah, and I think this game favors San Diego State right now. I gotta be honest. Like you've got you've got Miller with two fouls. Um, you know, they're diving all over the floor, they're playing a gritty game. Like, this is if you're San Diego State, you're happy with the start. I have to, I mean, I have to say, like, you're making Alabama's life difficult. But again, this is kind of what I was talking about last hour with this. It, Alabama is clearly the better team. Just watching the game, you can see, obviously, they're the better team. So the question is, what adjustments are they going to make? I mean, you you still got an eternity left in this half. I have to think that the coaching staff will make some adjustments here because they really need to kind of get rolling here on offense. Well, Alabama's 3 of 13 from the floor. Brandon Miller's 0 of 4, and as Jake said, he's got two fouls here for Alabama. I think that's a big storyline in this game. I think the fact that um, Alabama's 3 of 13 from the floor which is only to be outdone by the 4 of 14 from San Diego State, <laughs> right? The problem is San Diego State's got five team fouls now. So it, it's just a very sloppy basketball game. Yeah. And it's very different than everything we saw yesterday, certainly. I think the Michigan State game, the K-State-Michigan State game was scintillating and for a long swath of that game was well played. Um, obviously, with what Marquise Noel did with the the you know assists and all that, I mean... It was a fantastic day that of basketball. That game was just like more polished. That game was much. The whole more night was just, more polished. Yeah, they're just like going back and forth. They're putting the ball in the hole. Like you're you're looking for execution. This game is much more like, hey, who's going to punch each other in the face more? Who's going to be more willing to dive on the ground? Who's going to be more willing to get to the rack and take the foul and make the free throws? Like that's the kind of game you're looking at here. Yeah. And, and, and again, I mean, this is what we talked about, San Diego State is this gritty-ass team that is more than happy to play low-scoring, possession-by-possession, grind-you-out basketball. But this is why I told you. The 138 line, minus 7 for Alabama, I thought was That's stupid. That's big, dude. That's I mean, a it, big it, number. I, I, I will now again say, if you're, if you're going to bet the second half, you know, wait and see what that line is. But minus 7 was never going to be the right number in this game. And if you bet it pregame, I really hope you took Alabama to win and San Diego State to cover because that feels like the number here. I think this is going under 138, as I said before. Um, you just knew, oh, wow, and San Diego State gets a bank in three. Yeah. Uh, San Diego State 11-8 to eight with uh, just under 12 minutes uh, to go here. But I, I just think there's no way that this game was going to be high scoring. They're, too, they're both too physical and gritty defensively. Yeah. And San Diego State, my biggest concern is if they're going to be able to score and bang with Alabama, their defense is not what I'm concerned about. Yeah. Alabama knocks down a three, so we're tied at 11. Uh, just about 11 and a half minutes to go in the first half. Uh, that's your NCAA tournament update presented by our good friends at Quick Quack Car Wash. Of course, don't forget that uh, you have Xavier in Texas, probably the game of the night coming up at 745. Um, you also have 515 with Miami and Houston on CBS. That Xavier Texas game is on CBS as well, um, so a huge night in the Sweet 16, and man, this game is just 
uh, how many guys are going to be able to play in the Elite Eight? Because there are going to be some dudes that are going to be limping around yeah. after this game. Like, this thing is ugly as hell, yeah. yo. Ugly as hell. And you know what? Man. Boy, we're just working the trifecta on this show lately. What's going? What do you mean? What's, now what's the bots happening? are in the chat, Jake. Whoa, we haven't had bots in the we chat. We have not in a had minute, bots dude. in the chat for a dude, very long hold time. Hold on, let me, let me, uh, let me. I'm so bricked up right now. Right? Yeah, dude. What the hell is this? Yeah, we got bots in the chat. You hey, know. By the way, no gifted memberships today. Don't end the streak on a Friday, dude. Come yeah. On. Well, I, and I, I should say, hey, let me, let me put the link to join our membership in. Um, let's get that rolling. There it is right there. If you'd like, you can join, uh, for a dollar 99 all the way up to 10 99. And you want to get access to our exclusive, uh, Instagram membership, membership only, uh, chat group. We have that for you, uh, at nine 99. Uh, but we appreciate any level of membership on this show. Cause it really does help the show grow. Uh, Gary, uh, is asking, is it members only? It is not. It is not actually Gary. Members only. We opened up the chat to non-members. Yeah, remember we took a vote. Were you here for that? We took a vote because we started the show members only. The chat was members only for probably an hour, and then people were like, "Hey, it's members only. What about the rest of the people?" And we should open it up to everybody. So okay, fine, fine. I'm just saying. Hey, man, go ahead and hit the like button as well. That really helps the channel grow. We've had over 2,000 views today on the show. We're only at 120. Would appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Um, Utah Jizz says three sixty five greater than Monty. Less than. Less than Monty. Is that what that is? Yeah, less than. Okay, three sixty five is a good show. I, I, you know, Salty Drunk says, "How's Mrs. Monty doing, Monty? She wants to go snowboarding tomorrow." Hey, Monty, what do you think of this? So, real quick, for those of you who don't know, um, my wife broke her arm in on December fifth snowboarding at Canyons Resort in Park City. She broke her upper tuberosity and she's diligently rehabbed it. And she wants to get back on the board tomorrow because here in the great state of Utah, we are going to have snowboarding, I think, through May, which is just fucking nuts. But we're going to have snowboarding through May. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. She wants to get back on the board. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. It's better than going snowboarding with you. Um, You know, you do have this knack. (laughs) for just annoying the living hell out of me. You know, I, I love you. And it, Jake and I have a great time snowboarding together. Um, you know, it's great. Brandon Butler says it's got a very 90s Knicks feel to it. San Diego State, totally. Alabama, it does. Totally. Yeah, I agree. I don't, it, I don't, um, you guys. Yes, Jeremy Callahan. <laughs> I don't know math symbols. What do you, I, I thought that okay, was. Okay, no, it's. Guy, it's greater how, than, it's less just than, how you F read that. it. Okay, so it said 365 with the arrow pointing towards 365. So it said... The open mouth was pointing which, at Monty. Which means it reads 365 is less than Monty. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Utah Jizz, I appreciate you know. that. I do, but we love 365. Those guys yeah, are... They I work hard. They do issue. a great yeah, show. Yeah, they do a great show. Mark Hale says, don't ski snowboard with Gwyneth. Jesus, have you Dude. guys seen the Gwyneth Paltrow trial? The problem is skiers are <coughs> assholes, number one. Number two, how do you not know the rules of etiquette? If you can see somebody ahead of you, your responsibility is to protect them. You can't run them down. And they're arguing over who had the right of way. I don't care. You're both guilty. Go your yeah. separate ways. Go shove rocks up your your hoo-hoo, Gwyneth. I, I, you're good to go. Like, get out of here. 
Just don't come back to Deer Valley, who does not allow guys like me who snowboard into their resorts. Yeah. You know. Christopher Shannon says, screaming A. Are we having like a media poll? No, that um, drop, that drop was screaming A. Yeah. Okay. Utah Jizz says, Paul is by far the most fair. What? Do you, what? I'm way out of this conversation. Yeah, what the hell are we talking about, I'm guys? I'm way out what, of this. What do we got going on here? Can you someone know. catch us up? Yeah, I don't know what this is we're talking about. The Great Dane, was she suing because she crashed? She was getting sued because there was a collision between uh, Rock Vagina and somebody she ran into. <laughs> hey, what? Rock Vagina. Yeah, Need you, a dick. Did you guys not know that story that Gwyneth Paltrow told people to shove rocks in their vaginas, allegedly? Yeah, everyone knows that story. I yeah. just It's just funny that you refer to her as Rock Vagina. Rock Vagina, dude. You know. Um, the Kingston bunch says ranch bong. Yeah. Okay. Um, Christopher Shannon says the drop. Yes. That was Stephen A. Yes. Um, Tanner T says snowboarders are the worst. It isn't against the law etiquette to run over, spray them when they plant themselves eight people wide in the middle of the run. I hate that. Yeah. If you're going to lay That's down. That's not unique to snowboarders. No, though, dude. If you're going to lay down, like I'm, I snowboard at Canyons resort in, Park City. That's my home. And there's a run called Coco Pelly. And it's got a huge drop on it. It's got what is an upper end blue drop on it. And people will just lay down right at the bottom and just chill there at the foot of the drop. And it's like, dudes, number one, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Number two, you're going to get hurt. And number three, you're an idiot. And that's skiers, snowboarders. The worst thing about skiing, snowboarding, and I don't think it's unique to one or the other. It's it's parents who let their kids just do whatever they want. Yeah. And so they come screaming out of the trees into the middle of a run and collide with you on a snowboard and then want to blame you. It's like, dude, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You know, March Madness Gabriel says, uh, geez, this game is messy. It's yeah. not a fun game to watch. It's 1311, uh, 9-19 to go. Alabama up 13-11 over San Diego State and Louisville. And it's an ugly game. This is, I, I don't know how this, that's a push in the back. Yes, yeah. it is. Um, I don't know how this game's ever going to, I don't know that this game surpasses 120. I'd be surprised if both, both teams combined yeah. for 120 points. This is an awful, awful game. Um, Gary says skiers greater than snowboarders. Sorry, bro. Hey, that's, that's cool. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, now if you were to do a ranch bong while snowboarding, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, David Krauser, excuse me, says skiers are cocky. Stephen McNeely says you should try skiing in South Korea where people picnic in the middle of the run. I cannot stand that. The Kingston Bunch says snowboarding greater than skiing. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Boy, Brandon Miller's now got three fouls. They're in the Alabama is, is in for the fight of their life. I don't think they realize that. And it's thankful that Wales Vagina can't shoot a basketball, frankly. I mean, they just cannot knock down a jump shot. Yeah. It, 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 San Diego State um, is 5 of 23 from the floor. Brick wall, dude. And just cannot hit a – and I, they're not even contested jump shots. These are wide-open jump shots. And I, I'm amazed that San Diego State is 6 of 24 now. And Alabama's five of 17, yeah, dude, one of eight from it. three. And Miller's got three fouls now, which is a huge, huge deal. By the way, I'd remind now, it, now I will say the box says he's got two. The TV says he's got three. 
I'm pretty sure he's got three. And zero points. Yeah. So Alabama's in trouble. They're locked 13-13, uh, 8-17 to go on our NCAA tournament update thanks to our friends at Quick Quack Car Wash. I'm just telling you, Alabama, it, I think this feels like Alabama thought this would be easy. That like they didn't come ready ready to play. Yeah, I think they're kind of working into this game, you know. And I, and for whatever well, reason, both of these teams just can't make anything, and so you're just getting this this you know, uh, you know like courtyard park style game where you're just battling. And San Diego State just does not look like they can finish. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's it's pretty remarkable. All right, this hour of the show presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. And make sure you get the meatball marinara. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Papa Murphy's does meatballs? Oh, oh, I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara? And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Well, we do it with savory ground beef covered in tangy tangy marinara. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And don't forget the meatballs. Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Yep, use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase, $25 or more. Just have Papa Murphy's pizza. I'm telling you, the traditional crust with the barbecue sauce. Herb mix. Put the herb mix on the pizza. Thanks. Little cheese, little green onion, extra, extra mushroom. Done. Done. It's so good. The take and bake chocolate chip cookies, amazing. And then use the promo code Monty25. Most of our users save about 10 bucks. Um, it's a really good promo code, you guys. Like that the people at Papa Murphy's are just awesome. I'm, they're salt of the earth. They are all individually owned and operated. Thanks. And some operators have one store, some have 10 stores, but they're all entrepreneurs. They're all local residents who live in your area. Like it's yeah. just really good people to support Papa Murphy's Pizza. Uh, use the promo code Monty25 to get 25% off your purchase, $25 or more. The Monty Show presented by The Advocates, utahadvocates.com or theadvocates.com. Uh, the best injury attorneys in the business, they support this show. And, you know, we talk about this a lot. They're entrepreneurs, right? So I've known Matt Triggs, one of the founding partners at The Advocates for over 10 years, way back at 1320K fan. The sports leader. Uh, he supported my morning show, Monty in the Morning. Uh, we used to do all kinds of cool stuff with them. We still do like blood drives, community stuff. Like they really get into their communities with things like blood drives, with things like, you know, really making sure that when winter's coming, they do these, these car safety clinics. They do all kinds of stuff to make sure you don't get in an accident. But if you do, you didn't deserve to get hit by that car. You didn't deserve to get hurt at work. That's right. They handle workman's comp at the advocates, theadvocates.com. You can chat with an attorney 24 7, 365 for free. No consultation fees, no charge. Chat with an attorney online for free at the advocates. Com. Let's get some of your comments in here. I know we've been talking a lot today. Mark Hale says, Utah Sports Radio has sucked since you got off the air. Oh, Mark, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man, Thank I you. appreciate you saying that. Mark, you coming to the game tonight? It's military night for the Utah Grizzlies. Uh, by the way, really looking forward to, uh, by the way, the uh, president of Mount Land Supply is going to join us here in about 45 minutes. Uh, so looking forward to that. David Krauser says, uh, no pepperoni on pizza, only 
or excuse me, no pineapple on pizza, only pepperoni. Dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why Why are we saying inflammatory because things? Because it's garbage. Why are we saying inflammatory You things? are fake. I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, Travis Hinton says, yeah, sports radio took a nosedive since you guys left. Well, here we are. Yeah, we're back, bro. Back and better than ever, man. Appreciate you guys. We are, we are, you know, our show has exploded and I guess I will take a few minutes to self-aggrandize, but. Yeah, do it. Tell the um, story, bro. I mean, you guys have really helped us become, we, we were, you know, we were a podcast and we were just chilling and then. We started doing this show on YouTube every single day. And by the way, Twitch, you know, laid off a bunch of people today. And yeah. Twitch recruited us and wanted us to do our show on Twitch. We did for a couple of days. It was just not our fit. So we came to YouTube and it's been a revelation. Um, when we started the show, I think I want to say we had 35 something like 35, 36 subscribers. Yeah. And I don't know what we're at right I'm now. We're real. at like 14,000. Like we're at like 14,100. Yeah. And we're at 14,139. Yeah. And it's just incredibly humbling, you guys. Like, to think that we've put on 14,100 subscribers in about two years is, is incredible. And to think that we were easily the biggest show in Utah. YouTube sent us a note the other day. We're top 1% of sports talk streaming on YouTube. Yeah. It's incredible. That we, and we're just this little show, man. Like it, it is, it's incredible how much you guys have supported us and how much you guys have helped us grow. And that's why we try to do things like promo codes and give you free wrestling tickets. And, and I know that this show has kind of blossomed into a national show and we have listeners from kind of all over the country and all over the world. James Knight comes to mind. I know we have oh. a bunch of people that listen to us in Ireland and the Philippines and in Finland yep. and, I, I mean, I appreciate that. And I know that we have listeners in Los Angeles is a huge market now. San Francisco is a huge market for us. Phoenix, New York City is a huge market. New Jersey. I know that, you know, two of our most passionate listeners are in Camden, New Jersey. Yeah. We love you guys. We appreciate that. And, uh, you know, obviously our biggest market by far is Salt Lake City, Utah, um, because that's where we live. And yeah. we appreciate that. Yeah. You guys are amazing. So thank you. Um Alan White says, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, March Madness, Gabriel says, you guys are funny. You guys are not screaming A. Smith and Skip Bayless. Well, I appreciate that. Stephen McNeely says, I'm starting to tear up. Christopher Shannon says, radio doesn't have any way of knowing their analytics. They do not. They do not. I've worked in radio, for the, those of you who knew the show, I worked in radio for 25 years. And I worked at ESPN Radio. I worked at Sporting News here KMBR. in Salt Lake City, KMBR in San Francisco. Like, I had a great radio career. I won the biggest awards you can win, like all kinds of stuff. The problem is you never know how many people are listening to you. Like, I know how many people, YouTube tells me how many people watch the video on my channel every minute of every day. It tells me what they watch on a phone, a TV. We have a ton of people who watch our show on TVs, which is awesome. Including the... Tanner Plummer. Tanner Plummer watches us on the TV. Um, but it's just, that's the difference with YouTube is it really helps us grow a following and it helps us, you know, really talk to people. Like one of the things we do on the show is like all of our comments, you know, like we really go out of our way to make sure that you guys have a say on the show. That's why we ask you, hey, do you want members only comments today? Because even for $1.99 a month, I cannot tell you how important those memberships are to us. I cannot tell you how much your $1.99 every month 
makes a difference in our lives. And that how is- much the nine ninety nine a month for that original group of subscribers and all the people who choose to do at nine ninety nine. I cannot tell you how much that impacts our business. And that's why we try to really take care of you guys. So it's just, it's crazy Yeah. Um, how much it matters. You know, it, it really, it, it matters, you guys. March Madness says, um, oh, I already read that one. Sorry about that. Well, hello. Uh, Devil Frog says, Fort Worth, Texas here. What's there up? There you go. Dallas. Yeah, Dallas has been a big one. Dallas and Houston are two really big markets on our show now. Yeah. Because we did a... It's funny, we did, a, we did a short last football season where I defended Dak Prescott. And I cannot tell you how many Dallas Cowboy fans. <laughs> like, it's one of the biggest shorts we've ever done. Yeah. And people are like, what's up? Uh, Aiden Bynum says, H-Town! There you go. What's up, Houston? There you go. Are we going to get Houston and Texas in the Final Four? <sighs> Kurt Meyer says, American Fark. Kurt, what's America. up? Ryan Fair says, now uh, can you tell me the exact figure Gonzaga is going to financially bring to the Big 12? There are other sports Gonzaga. being little value outside of baseball and basketball. Is it half of the $14 million? I think it's interesting. With Gonzaga, I think the, the equation is the biggest talking point. Uh-huh. Because I think, and again, just knowing people in TV and the sources that we've talked to about this, I think Gonzaga is looking at more than half. I don't think Gonzaga basketball is coming to the Big 12 for, you know, whether 14 million or 15.7 million, whatever half would be. Um, They're not doing that. What I think you're seeing with Gonzaga is that Gonzaga is going to, I think, get $20 million is what I think. And I think um, half would be 15.8. I think they're going to get $20 million. And I think they're going to get that because Fox is willing to pay that, number one. And I think also they're a revenue stream because they go to the NCAA tournament every year. Yeah. I think they help you with branding. I think they help you with reach. Like there's all, I mean, you're going to make more than $20 million a year on Gonzaga basketball alone. Yeah. And that doesn't even talk about their, their women's sports, which are hugely important. Um, that does not talk about their... Uh, baseball program, which is a huge part of what they do. So, I, I, I mean, there's a there's a lot there. Uh, let's update you on this uh, Alabama game real quick. Alabama-San Diego State, thanks to our friends at um, Quick Quack Car Wash. I don't even know how to describe this game right now. It is WrestleMania. 1917, Alabama leads five minutes to go. And San Diego State just – and oh, my God, they made – oh, my God – San Diego State made a jump shot. Holy crap, they made a jump shot. San Diego State ties it at 19 with five minutes to go. Um, I mean, this has been been pretty crazy. And I think if you're Alabama, you're really concerned now because San Diego State has stopped fouling. We told you with like seven minutes into the game, I think it was they were at five team fouls. Yeah. There's four minutes and 30 seconds to go there. It's six team fouls. And now they're starting to knock down jumpers. 21-19 now. Number five, San Diego State leads number one, Alabama. And I am telling you right now, there may be adjustments at halftime. Alabama's in real trouble here because they are missing layup after layup. And San Diego State is not sending them to the line. Yeah. So if you're watching this game along with us, note that San Diego State is not fouling Alabama. And Alabama now is at seven fouls. So they're in the bonus. And yeah. San Diego State has a possession arrow, by the way. 
So this is a this is a big deal. Yeah. Um, this is gonna be an ugly game, and I think Alabama's in real trouble here. Real trouble. Remember, they're a seven point favorite. The number in this game was 138, and, and right now it's at 40 points even. Yeah, I'm not sure that. Yeah, we're I mean, there's, not getting there, bro. There's just no way. Um, and, yeah. As, oh, boy. And now San Diego State commits a stupid foul. So we'll keep you up to date on that. But, yeah, I think Gonzaga gets $20 million a year. I, yeah. I do. Um, I think I'm getting some DMs that we have gifting going on. Apparently. Oh, we do? I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I can't see that. We do. Uh, McKinnitech Dan. As usual. Danny, what's up? Good to see you, McKinnitech Dan. Plug yourself, Dan. Do you have a website? Dan makes custom uh, holsters. Yeah. So you give away all these memberships, dude. Um, oh, yeah. We absolutely do. Aiden Bynum. Let's go. Let's go, Aiden Keep Bynum. Keep alive, baby. The Kingston Bunch. Royal Blue Saguaro. Jet G-Town. <laughs> Says, let's go Alabama. Um, see, that's what this, this show should be about. Uh, Simon2077 says, Monty, dude, there's still another half. And that's yeah, why I said... there is, but... That's why I said, let's see what the halftime adjustments look like. Yeah, but this first half hasn't given you a lot of confidence, dude. I mean, it's not as though Alabama's handling business here. Alabama's 8 of 26. And Brandon Miller's 2 of 9, 4 points, 3 personals, 4 rebounds, and a dime. And he's the leading scorer for Alabama. And you look at San Diego State, they're 9 of 32. 9 of 32, 2 of 8 from 3. And Alabama shot 3 free throws. San Diego State shot 2. I mean, you look at some of these numbers. How on earth is San Diego State out-rebounding Alabama 21 to 20? How? How, how does Alabama have 5 turnovers? Yeah. San Diego State's got 3. Like, this is terrible. If you're an Alabama fan, you should be concerned. Yeah. The halftime adjustment has to be significant. I'm not saying the game's over by any stretch, Simon, because I, I don't think it is. You know, uh, McKinnitech Dan says, you can just announce me as the holster king of California. You okay, got it. there you go. Jet uh, says, first half is in the bag. Okay. Hey, he changed his picture, did he not? He oh, did that's change. a different jet. That's, that's a different, a different, jet. Jet. different jet. Not okay. Jet Wayman, the tile king of Utah. Mr. Preston, how are you? I'm about to pick up some balls. Papa Murphy's meatballs, of course. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go, my Let's guy. Let's go, Mr. Preston. You have a deal. I believe Mr. Preston is uh, bringing the fam bam to uh, WWE Road to uh, WrestleMania tomorrow. Wrestler. Which is great. Uh, Jeremy Callian says, how is San Diego State out rebounding them? They've got some big dudes. Alabama's far more athletic. Jeremy, do you disagree with that? Like, I'm a little surprised that Alabama's athleticism what you has not translated into an advantage. Like, it, it's just, it's a little surprising to me that Alabama has not been able to leverage their athleticism. I mean, yeah. you got 342 to go in a half and you're fighting for your life. Yes. So it is, it is going to be, it's going to be an interesting run. Uh, the Kingston Bunch says, thank you, Holster King of California. There you go. Um, Mr. Preston says, WWE mania, th manana, thanks guys. I don't speak Spanish. No. I, I don't speak Spanish. Uh, Tom says, let's go San Diego State. Future Pac-12 members crushing it. Keep going. I love it. 
<laughs> I love it. The Kingston Bunch says, Dan, do you have a website? Yeah. The, does the Holster King of California have a website? Yes, sir, he does. Alabama ties it 21 apiece, 342 to go. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be an awesome night of basketball because I think this second half is going to be lit. You know, it's going to be amazing. Uh, March Madness Gabriel says, Holster King of California sounds cool as fuck. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, it absolutely does. I agree. Uh, Anthony Olsen. Oh, time to pull it out. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Here we go. There we go. There we go. Welcome to the membership, Anthony. Good to see you. Yeah. Uh, Jet G-Town says Alabama up. No, they are not. They are trailing 23-21. Uh, so like I said, we'll keep you up to date on that. But this is I, I just think when you look at the way this game has been played, I, I, I just think that, ooh, like these little sequences where you have a, a guard for Alabama, and I didn't catch who it was, but you have one of the guards for Alabama break the paint, almost drop a guy, and instead of going up for an open layup, he tries to kick it to the corner, and it's a turnover almost. Yeah. And then you got to get a block, and now because Alabama's in the bonus, Alabama's at the, the line for a one-and-one. 250 to go, 23-21 uh, San Diego State leads. It's just that whole thing that, I, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Ryan Fair. I know it might be a hot take, but I never thought Bama was great after they got smoked against the Sooners. They did get smoked against the Sooners. I don't disagree with that. Um, Anthony Olson says, hello, guys. Semi-long-time listener. Uh, thanks for the membership, McKinnitech, Dan. There you go. You're welcome. Jeremy Callahan says, Texas. It Texas. was Texas that smoked Alabama. I wasn't trying to like be all Mr. Corrective. Uh, John Dry, what's up, John, says Texas. Uh, March Madness says Texas. See, I don't... I, I, I said, man. That's why I said, you know. I'm just saying. Uh, speaking of Texas, when you need anything barbecue, make sure you go see our guys at Barbecue Pit Stop, BBQPitStop.com. No matter where you listen to the show, make sure you check out Barbecue Pit Stop. And every time you hear Barbecue Pit Stop, just think the best equipment in barbecue because that's who Barbecue Pit Stop is. Traeger, Big Green Egg, Yoder, Camp Chef, BBQPitStop.com. The Flavor Knuckles Asado Seasoning, BBQPitStop.com. All of the seasonings, the rubs, wing dust. They've got, my wife loves those cauliflower wings. They have a dust that they gave me at the uh, Lehigh store. Yes. Where you shake it up and you put it, it's amazing. Yes. You need to, to, to understand that it, 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 there is a higher way to grill your meat. There's a stop. There's a higher way, a better way to nutritional awesomeness. Yes. BBQPitstop.com. Yes. The rubs, the sauces, the seasoning, the spices. They have everything that you can think of. If you're a if you're a diabetic and you're looking for low glycemic barbecue sauce, BBQPitstop.com. Yes. Like you name it, full flavor, real spicy barbecue sauce, real spicy seasoning, BBQPitstop.com. They've got it all, and they're super good dudes. Five Utah locations, Logan, Layton, Lehigh, St. George, the Jeezy. Of course, our good friends in Murray on State Street across from the mall. BBQPitStop.com for barbecue pit stop. Uh, San Diego State Dude, has I don't just know had how, a miserable half of shooting. I don't know how the backboard on the San Diego State end is still intact. I'm not really sure. Is the moment too big for San Diego it State? It kind of feels like it is. Like, I feel like they're just playing on, on hey, we're just going to fight. You know, we're just going to battle 
and see what happens. That's what they're playing on. But my God, they, they both of these teams are just all over the floor right now, man. Schoolyard basketball, dude. That's what this is. This is LA Fitness. You know, this is pickup basketball. And I will say, though, what did we tell you that San Diego State does better than most? Play defense, dude. They do. And they absolutely they absolutely are, are locking down on Alabama. Yeah. Alabama has not had an easy layup. 23 or, points with a minute left in the half. A minute 12 to go, 25-23. Like, you, uh, San Diego State leads Alabama. Like, <laughs> I, this has not been an enjoyable brand of basketball. Yeah. But the funny thing is, I think at this point, you have to lean Alabama because you know that Alabama has another gear. Yeah. You know that. You cannot tell me that Alabama's going to look this crappy in the second half. There's just, there's just no chance. No. Nah. There's no chance that that happens because I just. I mean, they're 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 honest to God, they're just too good for that. They're they're just too good for that. Yeah. I cannot believe that they are going to play stylistically this crappy brand of basketball. I just think that in the second half, one of these two teams, or I guess one of these teams, needs to value the ball. Like I know that sounds like such a simple concept, right? Like, hey, just value possession. Like, slow this game down. Value the ball again. Another turnover, dude. Like how? Like it's incredible to me how much that's happening in this game. 25, less than a minute to go here. Like I, I just don't think that Alabama is valuing the basketball. And when you're playing a good defensive team, a, a team that knows they're an underdog, a team that that's going to have to work their ass off just to be in this game. Yeah, you can't turn. And this is exactly what I said before this game started. Like if Alabama gives San Diego State extra possessions, this game is going to go right down to it. And that's going to be a charge. Yes, it is. Wow. Offensive foul on Alabama. And now essentially San Diego State can run out the clock. 30 seconds on the shot clock, as you know, only 33 and a half seconds on the game clock. I, my concern for San Diego State here. This is as poorly as I've ever seen this Alabama team play. Yeah, it, I, you just don't see them play this this turnover panic style of offense, right? I mean, am I making am I being no, too I dramatic about I that? I don't think you're being too dramatic about it. I think that that Alabama is not playing composed basketball. You know, you, you know how you watch some of these games, and like the team you're playing, you know, is kind of all over the place on defense, and they're playing real aggressive defense, but the team that's possessing the ball can handle it, right? They're moving the ball. They're just playing in their system, you know, waiting that team out. Alabama's not doing that. Alabama is playing panic, turnover-heavy basketball, and that's why they find themselves down by five or six here. And I think that Alabama, again, <laughs> Alabama just has to make the adjustment of, hey, we're going to get into our offense, and we're going to prioritize ball security. Because yeah. once they do that, the scoring and the turnovers and the momentum – will go away for San Diego State, and that ultimately is what needs to happen there for Alabama to win. Yep, all of our uh, tournament updates, thanks to our friends at Quick Quack Car Wash. Uh, they're just good dudes to do business with, and by the way, your car comes out looking amazing. What a first two, no, one night and one game of Sweet 16 basketball, though. I mean, bros, come on. Isn't yeah, this it's what... Been awesome. This is what reinvigorated me. We, we, we were talking about this, for those of you who didn't see it, like, we have had... It's just some anxiety over how crappy the tournament had had been. And now it just feels like it's hit another gear. It absolutely feels like it has hit another gear. And yeah. I just I love the fact that we are we are getting we are getting a, a, a really good test here. And I think, 
You know, I see a lot of you. Um, I see a lot of you talking about how physical this is. It is, dude. Uh, it is really physical. You know, like it. But it would, would you be... expect anything less at no. this time of the year out of San no. Diego State? I mean, come on. No, Roger Dodger says I hope Bama loses by thirty. Okay. Jeremy Callahan says, "Well, we know Bama can shoot." LOL. <laughs> right? So see what he did there. So they had a right. guy did... who who rolled up to a, a guy, crime Brandon scene, Miller. You know, and you know, may or may not have delivered a gun. And, Allegedly, you know, and... not being looked at for criminal charges. There was a murder. Um. Know. Uh, McKenna Tech Dan says, for not doing play-by-play, y'all are giving the score more often than Locke does on jazz broadcasts. Bro, I'm that's telling cold, you, bro. That but is that is cold. a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> Jeremy uh, Severe says, let's go uh, Aztecs. Uh, Delaric says, San Diego State is also just more physical in this game. Yeah, I, see, that's the shocking thing, yes. Delaric. I think you're exactly right, that San Diego State has actually been the more physical team. So, and to your credit, Jeremy Callahan, I, I think that's exactly what you've been saying. I think you're exactly right. So, uh, Jet Jeet Town says Aztecs in the finals. Hey, man, I'm with it. Callahan says physical slugfest 90s style on the court are the best. I do miss that in the NBA. Yeah. I miss the physical get down, get dirty. Because they've eliminated hand checking. Yeah. They've Tw- eliminated hand checking. 28-23, Alabama is 1 of 11 from 3. Alab- I, wait, wait, wait. Alabama is one of eleven from three. Yeah, dude, it's not good enough. Like, how does not that even? Close to good enough. How does that even register that they're one of eleven <coughs> from three? Number one, Alabama is one of eleven. I'm telling you, and as as you said, uh, Alabama can really shoot. Um, they're gonna have a better second half. They're gonna have a better second half. So it's oh turnover, turnover for San Diego State. Wow, that's a big one. That's a big one. And see, like, that's unbelievable to me that Alabama had an open look at a three and the ball slipped out of it. Brutal, out of brutal his half out of Quinterly, man. Absolutely man. brutal. Was that half. Quinterly? Yeah, that was Quinterly. Oh, unbelievable. Jay Washington says, watching the game on my laptop, watching this on my phone. Yeah, dude. Unbelievable. 28 23 at the half. San Diego State is just 20 minutes of basketball away from going to the Elite Eight. Man, can you imagine that? And if San Diego State truly is joining the Pac-12, this is this is a big moment. This would be some. I'm, that's what I was saying. Like this, this is a big night for them, man. I, I like I I hesitate to read you guys the box store. You, if your kids are listening, you should cover their ears. Okay. If if your kids are listening, I'm just saying. If <laughs> this is a family show, and to read this. Dick. To read this box score. Hiscock. It scares me. I want your kids to feel safe and secure, but I can't read the box (laughs) score. (laughs) 28-23 at the half. Alabama trailing San Diego State. San Diego State is 12 of 37 from the floor. Two of nine. They're awful. Alabama is one of 11 from three. Eight of 29 from the floor. Yeah. I mean, that's Dude. not meeting expectation. And I think that, again, Alabama came into this game. I, I kind of agree with what you said. They came in feeling like this is going to be easy, feeling like, you know, they were they were just going to be able to be able to roll up and that this would be some kind of easy, easy matchup. And San Diego State was was ready. A hundred percent was ready. Well, look at all the uh, look at all the crowd rolling into the studio now. All of a sudden, um, you know, as uh, look at the shoe game, shoe look game. At, in ooh, here, man. Look at the, the shoe, shoe game. game. Yeah. The shoe game, indeed. You can put those on if you like. 
it is uh, absolutely it is absolutely optional for mm-hmm. our guests. Uh, we welcome to this uh, fine, humble abode, uh, Mr. Now, is it Joseph, Joey, the Joester? <laughs> Dude, I've been called worse by better, so you can call me whatever you want, man. <laughs> I go by Joey usually. People call me Joe, whatever you want to call me, man. Joey Lido, the president at Mountainland Supply. What is the story now? And I don't know. Now I got to get the camera out because you walk into the studio see with some see fire. Get down with the shoes, man. Let me see if I can see. tilt down. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Hey. Get him off of Pooch's yeah. feet. He's got the Travis Scott's yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's always trying to. He's, uh-huh. He is always trying to one up. So, yeah. um, what's up, UVU guy? Yeah. Are you excited about your? UV, do you follow UVU sports at all? Yeah, or? I follow him from across the freeway because that's where our our <laughs> headquarters is. <laughs> no, I don't follow him too close. No, no I, I I honestly don't Whoa. follow too much college sports. I, I I'm a big Yankees fan. I'm trying to oh, get hey. into hockey. You know, Brian's been pushing me for a few years to get into hockey. I had a friend who got me, he uh, told me a few years ago, he's like, you got to choose a team if you're getting mm-hmm. into hockey. You got to choose one. So I said, all right, well, who should I choose? And he's a, uh, a Penguins fan. Oh, so I was like, no, I'm no, not going to no, go no, with no, the Penguins because no. it's you. <laughs> but he's, I said, so That's gross. I heard of the original six. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, so I said, you know what? I'm going with the best uh, Christmas holiday jersey I know of, Griswold. So I'm going with the Blackhawks. Let's yeah! go! Let's go! Yes, I'm a Blackhawks fan, kind of. <laughs> Welcome you know, to. Years. We are Chicagoans. Oh, are you? Yes, born well, and raised go. in Chicago. Yeah, I had no idea. I'm not even trying to kiss up. Yeah, yes. well, good. You know? Good. We're yeah. thrilled with that. Yeah. We are thrilled with that. But I saw you, know, you about puke when I said penguins. So you know? I hate the penguins so much. <laughs> even though I'm a huge Mario Lemieux fan. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And downstairs in the old Team Canada locker room, just like oh, yeah. going up to the wall and touching his signature was like. Was like a whole kind of weird, like holistic synergy. Oh, yeah, man. I felt like Aaron Rodgers on ayahuasca, like having a moment, <laughs> you know, like I just oh, yeah, wanted man. to, you know. But, oh, yeah, I'm with you. Um, what the heck is Mountainland Supply? Brian Pruch tells me all the time that you're this yeah. amazing dude. And, you know, like obviously we know Mountainland Supplies. You guys are huge in our community. But yeah. what is like, you guys have been so involved with the Grizzlies this year and so involved with Maverick Center this year. Yeah. It's so great to see you guys out here. And here it is, military night tonight at, yeah. the, at the Maverick Center. So what does sports mean to you guys? And, and give us a little 30-second commercial on Mountainland Supply. So Mountainland Supply, I always say that we're a relationship company that happens to sell supplies, you know, because everything is about relationships. That's really why we're involved with the Maverick Center, you know. Uh, Brian and I have had a relationship for a lot of years, and, you know, we finally put our big boy pants on a few years ago and started doing some, some deeper sponsorships. But it's really because of the relationship we had with Brian and everybody here at Maverick Center. You know, it's, it's, it's a great place for us to have all of our employees come out and they can be part of the community. They, ha- they host great events here, mm-hmm. especially the Grizzlies. You know, that's a, that's a big ticket item for us. We have a lot of our employees that love to come and just hang out with their families and enjoy some stadium food and enjoy the hockey. Um, we have, we're Utah-based... And we, we sell uh, anything that has to do with water. So from the utility pipes that are in the street to the faucet in your bathroom. You know, we sell nice. all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, we always call ourselves a bunch of toilet salesmen because that's the most <laughs> relatable thing that we sell. <laughs> My, uh, there's a guy, James Calvert, that works for us. Anybody on the – I mean, I'm sure there's about 5,000 people that know James Calvert that's on listening right now. But he's our VP of sales and he and I actually – we've signed up for the Amazing Race, and we're going to be the toilet, wow. the, the toilet salesman. That's going to be our handle. 
we're not going to make it, oh, you know, but we're no, going to try. Have you, are you, are you like seriously trying to get on dude, there? Heck yeah, man. I would, that I would, would kill amazing. the amazing yes. race. My wife and I have talked about doing it Oh, dude. and we've tried for years to get on game shows. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like they told us they kicked us out of the studio at family feud. Like <laughs> family it was, feud. it was, but the best part about family feud was the tryout. Yeah. Like what? So we're like, can you imagine, do you think you could like legit travel the world and compete? No question. Could I do it? And really? James Calvert, like he is this ultra competitive guy uh-huh. and I can slow him down enough just to do the puzzles and stuff. But yeah, <laughs> we would kill it, man. We would absolutely kill it. It would be entertaining, number one. So they want to keep us around. They probably change some stuff up so they could keep us around, you know, give us a little, yeah. you know, wild card action. You'd be good for ratings. Oh, we, we'd kill it, man. Just the toilet guys, we'd kill it. It'd yeah. be great. Yeah, I think to see that, that's awesome. I said, so that's the stuff. We all grind, right? Oh, yeah. Like Jake and I are, yeah. are entrepreneurs. Brian gets this. We talk about this all the time. Yeah. Like when you're an entrepreneur, you grind. Mountland Supply has been your life, dude. Like you yeah. have, you have, you have invested a lot of, sweat equity into to mountain land supply why have you been at the company for so long i've been there 19 years i started there when i was 19 you know i'm 38 now um they invested in me so i invested in them you know i started as a driver Uh, we i grew up on a a dairy farm in in south utah or south utah county it's in payson and our family farm yeah 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 you know payson (laughs) you know our family farm went under you know and we 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 didn't uh, i didn't have a plan b that was really my plan forever was I was going to run the family farm. Yeah. And Mountainland saved me, you know. So I came there oh, as a wow. driver. I, I, they were the first place I interviewed, first interview I took, first job I took, and I've been there ever since. And I've been telling people, you know, over the last few years, I was going to quit. I was about two weeks in, and it was freaking hard work. Yeah. You know, our drivers, I ha- my hat's off to them. They work so freaking hard. There's one item that we sell. It's called a cast iron tub, and it's in oh most, most places. You know, it's 316 pounds, Wow, five foot tall. And you, back then, we'd throw those things on our back, and yeah. we'd take them up flights of stairs for plumbers and deliver them. Man, I was beat after two weeks, yeah. and so I was considering quitting. Yeah. And, and then I, got, I talked to my boss, and he said, you know what? I've, I think you got a lot of potential here. Just stick around. And I just I said, you know what? If he believes in me, I believe in him. And I stuck around, and 19 years later, you know, the president yeah. of the company is stupid. You know, a guy, I shouldn't be the president <laughs> of this company, you know. But now we're employee-owned. You know, we did that in yeah. 2018. So everybody, all 914 employees are all owners in the company. Wow, you wow. guys have 914 employees. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're in Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, Kansas, uh, Colorado, and Arizona now. So, you wow. know, we have branches in each of those states. And so we're, we've spread out quite a bit over the last five years. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's been an amazing ride. And it's a great family-oriented company you know we 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 just we have a lot a lot of employees that you know they they follow the same pathway i did you know they just come there they have a a limited education Mm -hmm. and but they're good with relationships and they're good people and they just keep on grinding isn't it funny how relationships make the world go around we again not to keep talking about brian pruch but we talk about this all the time that relationships make the world go around it's everything i want to go back to something you said about your family farm though because I think that's something that people don't think about. Yeah. Like farming in this country, I think is critical. Oh man. What do you remember when you found out your family farm was going under? Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. It's, it was, it was huge. You know, I heard, you know, my dad, luckily he doesn't watch any of this. He'd be embarrassed as can be, but (laughs) I remember my dad just sobbing one night, you know, he was crying and he's telling my mom, he's like, you know, I can't do this. I'm not going to do this anymore. I can't do it. I, I, you know, and he's just, How old are you at this point? Uh, I was, uh, let's see, I was 11. Wow. wow. I was 11. 
And I remember him just sobbing and he's telling my mom, I can't do it anymore. And so at that point, I realized that I needed to kind of stop what I was doing. And so I, st I quit sports. I quit every correct extracurricular activity I had. And I started working on the farm. I started before work or before school and I'd work after school every day, aside from Sunday, you know, couldn't do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we worked every day. And, and I remember thinking to myself, if I can just work, I can help save this thing, you know? Yeah. And then that didn't happen, you know? Yeah. Um, and you're 11 years old. Yeah, I was 11, you know, so I... Do you think that, because, and I'm not trying to get, like, too, like, inside your dome or anything, but that has to, like, somehow change the DNA chain. Like, when you're yeah. 11 years old and your dad is fighting for his literal life as oh, a yeah. farmer. Yeah. How does that, how does that, how do, today, how do you, do you ever think about those moments? Does that, oh, yeah. you must, right? Well, so we've been assessed with this thing at, at you know, in, at the company for the last few years of find your why. You know, mm -hmm. why do you do anything? Why do you wake up? Why do you do what you do? Mm -hmm. And and I really found out that's kind of my why. I just, if I can do something and I have the skills, the health, the ability, the wherewithal to do it, then I want to do it and I want to help other people do it. And I think it started right then. You know, mm -hmm. I thought that I was super naive. I thought that I could do that. I thought I could help my dad save the farm. Um, it, honestly, we treaded water till I was 18, you know, so we yeah. did it for seven years. Um, but it, it, it ultimately didn't work out. But everything I learned then has helped me now. Yeah. You know, you wake up early, you outworked in the guy next to you. You know, I did sales at Mountainland for eight years, and I had no knowledge whatsoever. I, could, pff, I was completely dumb, <laughs> you know. I, I, I was a driver up till then, so I, I just used what I, what I had in knowledge from the stuff I was delivering. But I knew that I could wake up earlier, and I could go to sleep later than the other guy. Yeah. yeah. And so I found out my competition's route, and I got there 10 minutes earlier than them. That's and I was crazy. like, hey, whatever you're going to ask that guy to sell you, just get it from me. I'll get it to you faster. I promise I'll put it in my truck for you. I'll bring it out faster for you. And they're like, you know what? We'll give this idiot a shot, you know? Hey. <laughs> and, and after a while, I started getting this reputation of being the guy who showed up early. And, you know, I, got, I did what I said I was going to do. Yeah. And, and then they helped me develop the knowledge. And then I started adding a little bit more value to my call. You know, I'm like, hey... You know, I, I had a little bit more knowledge. I, ha I knew where to get stuff from, but it's all relationships. Every single bit of yes, it's relationships. Sir. You know, you show up early. Yeah, that helps you for a little while, but you got to have a personality. You got to know what you're giving these people. You got to add value to it. And, and then they help you build your own business. Yeah. And that's really, that's been the success of Mountland forever is we've invested in people. They invest in us and then we win together. You know, it's, it, it is just so crazy to hear you talk about that because when we talk a lot about grind on this show, yeah, because it's just us, right? Like we're, I mean, nobody's Chicago coming to host the show for yeah, Absolutely. nobody's coming to host the show for us, right? Yeah. So it's interesting to hear you say that, and I know how much you guys care about community at Mountain yeah, Land as absolutely. well. And I, I, I hear the stories that you guys are are that you're telling, and I, I can't help but believe that that experience and your childhood experience and this group of people that you have that have built this company, yeah. that's got to be part of the reason you guys are so tight knit with your community. Uh, it's a hundred percent it it's relationships inside the doors and outside the doors yeah. you know those people they believe in what we're doing you know they believe in i mean we have core values we have i mean they call them mission statements or whatever we have we have all those things put together but it's really the person pulling the order believing in the person that's delivering the order yep and the person pulling the order delivering uh, believing in the person that inputted the order well if you can't execute you're i mean you're dead I no mean, like, you it, can't execute exactly yeah. and it's just it's a it's a codependent system. You know, we all depend on one another. Yep. And I tell people all the time, you know, the drivers, I'm like, dude, thanks for putting shoes on my kids' feet. 
Yeah. You know, because they, they literally are the ones doing yeah. it. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm doing stuff like this. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm out trying to, trying to, you know, help be a little bit of a voice for them who are doing all the work. But, man, we are so dependent upon each other. And luckily, they understand that with that ownership mindset with mm -hmm. our ESOP. You know, they, they literally own the company. And they will retire with ownership of the company. You know, the, the most famous ESOP out there is Winco Foods. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, they talk about cashiers who are, who are retiring as millionaires. You know, so we tell people yeah. that all the time. I can't guarantee that any of them are going to be millionaires. But we can guarantee that they're going to retire with something that's going to give them dignity and that they won't have to ask for from the government. They won't have to ask yeah. for it from that's anybody right. else. That's right. It will be something that they work to for themselves, you know. So. Man. Wow, it's crazy. We don't meet many people who speak our language. So <laughs> yeah. I will. I, that, that's awesome. So tonight's military night for the Utah Grizzlies. Absolutely. Yep. What, what is, you know, what does that mean to you guys at Mountain Land? Why is the military important to you guys? I mean, one of our core values is that we, we, we want to give back to the community. Um, my dad, personally, he's a veteran. And we have always said, you know, first responders, military, they are, they're the front line for everything. You know, and, and they don't get the respect that they deserve. And a lot of times, especially in this day and age, yeah. you know, and I don't want to get too political or anything like that, but I just <laughs> believe that they, they don't get their, what they deserve. You know, the, the stuff they go through, I can't even imagine the amount of unreported PTSD that's out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're yeah. so strong. They have just this, this tight-knit fraternity that they, nobody talks about it. You know, yeah. they don't talk about the mental health issues that they have going on. And, and I just have such... An amazing amount of respect for him. You know, Brian asked me a few months ago, he's like, hey, I want you guys to come and drop the puck at a couple of games. And then he said military. I'm like, dude, that's me. I'm all in, you know. Yeah. We, have, we have some guys who work for us that are doing a, a chuck the puck thing tonight. You know, it's yeah. a, yeah. Is a yeah, dollar yeah. for every puck that you chuck. Yeah. yeah. Man, I better not say that too many times. I'm going to slip <laughs> up. But, yeah, there's, there's a guy who works for us named Travis Shores, and he's got his um, 501c3 out here. Yeah. They, they help disabled veterans go on hunting trips. Um, they, oh, wow. they provide um, uh, mobility chairs for them to go out and do that. You know, and we've had them out with us uh, doing some pheasant hunts in the past, that sort of thing. But they're, you know, they're locked into it. And so that's just an employee of ours who's taken the time to volunteer, create a 501c3 yeah. just to give back to the community and veterans. And that's just one example. Yeah, you know, that's we, awesome. we have 900 examples of that. You know? Are you a hunter? Yeah, casual. I don't do anything all in, man. I, other than work, I don't do anything all in. I got my kids, my wife, my work. That's all I got that I go all in on. But yeah. I do love, I, I like bird hunting. That's fun. Oh, you do? Yeah. And I, we watch Meat Eater. You guys ever yeah. watch yeah. that? Yeah. 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 My kids freaking love that show. You know, I don't <laughs> nice. know why they love it. How old it. are your kids? What, what's I your have family? a 15 year old. I got all daughters. Huh? I'm a consistent oh, wow. shooter. Do you, you lift? Know? You better lift, right? Oh, absolutely. You work out. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Every morning. <laughs> Every morning. <laughs> lift and make money so I can pay for all these weddings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. But yeah, I got a 15 year old. I got a 12 year old. I got a 10 year old and a seven year old. My God. Yeah, I know. So right? you, you don't sleep. You don't, nah, have, you don't have time and you're probably not going to have money. Yeah, exactly. My <laughs> wife works a lot harder on that end than I do. Trust me. But yeah, she's, in fact, she's, she's not here with me tonight. They're out doing dancing stuff, you know, so they're all into yep. different uh, things, but yeah. yeah. What a great time to be alive, dude. Yeah, it's, like, a, it's a gas, man. Yeah, yeah it, you know, it's, you don't meet people. I'm not even shining you. You don't meet people that you get excited. Like you have a, you have a certain energy. I think everybody I've met from mountain land, yeah. you guys all have a certain like I don't know. Is it weird to say aura about you? Like yeah. you have a certain energy about you. Yeah. We're like a bunch you're... of idiots that got together and decided to run a company. That's what I always say. <laughs> you're ready to like run through a wall, man. Let's go. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Give me some, ca I get over caffeinated probably. You know? Yeah. 
Bucked up energy, the official energy drink of the Monty Show. I love Show. Bucked Up, man. It's good yeah. stuff. Uh, Miami, sir. Miami is, is by far. Is that far. the drink? What, oh, what's oh it's phenomenal. It what is, flavor? It is. It's, it's a berry of pina colada. Sort. No. Pina colada. Pina colada. It, and it, yeah. But it's, up, hard to, it's hard to get it. Really? It is their number they one sell flavor. Out regularly. And you it, got a you got a case of it back there or something? I don't. You siphon it off a personal stash? I don't. The problem is we're we too good at one. what we do. We had one. We, we had drinking. one. You're selling out and of the and pina colada. And then we tell well, we tell everybody, go get the pina colada, yeah. and it's the they're they're constantly sold out of it. You know, I like the pink lemonade one. That's a good one. That, yeah. Jake loves yeah. the pink, pink lemonade. Pink good because yeah. they have the, the light one. Mm-hmm. I like sugar. I just don't like it in my drinks for some reason. Mm-hmm. No, you don't, drink, you don't drink your calories, man. Yeah, yeah. That's I a agree. rule to I live totally by. agree. Yeah. yeah, zero sugar always. Yeah. Uh, but Ryan Gardner, the guy who uh, founded Bucked Up with his brother, yeah. he just won CEO of the year. Oh, really? So he's a Utah. Totally deserving. Yeah, you yeah. should. Like, it's so funny this state is we are a bunch of people that don't, want to work for the man oh yeah we're not w2 <laughs> this is not a w2 know, right? state it's yeah. not and, and i'm telling you it's guys like you guys it's guys like Ryan. it's it's that mindset yeah that makes that grows things and in in this world whatever you want to say about politics or economy or whatever yeah in this world if you're waiting for the 15th and the 30th you're not living your life right 100 percent. i'm telling you 100 percent, man yeah gotta grind you gotta, gotta grind, grind. Yeah. you absolutely gotta grind well thanks for coming in joey nice well, to meet you good appreciate meeting you, you supporting the grizzlies we're huge we're all in baby so wait is this your this your first hockey game no no oh, I've, been okay, to, I've been to several <laughs> okay good yeah good not be a blackhawk fan that's fine that's fine <laughs> absolutely be a blackhawk fan yeah i'm and a blackhawk fan and next time alan's in town come and yell at alan because we hate alan yeah absolutely so yeah. you know i will they're, yeah. they're not great good, yeah. dude, thanks for coming by good to meet you thank you guys appreciate it there you huh? go mountland supply uh good friends of the program um Always good to see. See, our guy Brian Pruch is, he's, he's always telling us, he's always evangelizing for his friends and stuff. So, yeah, indeed he is. Good to see you guys. Uh, yeah. You bet. Let's get you guys a tournament update. Thanks to our friends uh, at Quick Quack Car Wash. Uh, obviously, uh, we have two games rolling. Halftime, San Diego State 28-23 uh, over Alabama. And you've also got this Miami-Houston game, which is a heck of a lot closer than I think thought, people thought it would be. 29 apiece, 626 to go in the first half. Um, and it's interesting in this game, as, as difficult as it's been for San Diego State and Alabama to knock it down, it has not been difficult. Miami's at 12 of 24 and 4 of 10 from 3. Miami's actually shooting the ball very well. Yeah. And Houston is 6 of 11 from 3. So this game is going to be bananas. I think, and this has been the, I don't know, maybe this is just stylistically me. This has been the, the style of game that, that uh, I have been after. Yeah. So Yeah, I mean, I think these two teams going back and forth is exactly what, what we want. But again, I mean, I have a certain level of appreciation for what San Diego State is doing, man. I mean, I, I think, you know, there are many ways to win a basketball game, and, and I don't think that we should, you know, we should, we should put their style underneath this one. This one may be, you know, Houston, Miami may be more enjoyable to watch, but yeah. San Diego State's paying the price and doing what they need to do. By the way, update for you. The Lady Utes are out. They lose 66-63. Damn. Uh, yeah, this is a bummer. Um, and it came down to free throws. And you, you go 17-24 from the line, and they lose. Yeah. In the NCAA tournament, it's out. Gianna uh, <coughs> Neepkins led, excuse me if I'm getting that wrong, led the Lady Utes with 20 points. Um, Palmer had 15. Peely had 15, but it was not enough uh, because Lazadia Williams and LSU are going to move on 31-2, and two, number three LSU. 
uh, knocks off upsets number two Utah, who are now twenty seven and five and done for the year. Yep. Um, yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, if Monty chugs a can of Miami, then I will take the mojo away from the Hurricanes in Houston. Can't get the lead back. It's all up to you, Monty. Dude. <laughs> Do you, I, I, I wasn't kidding. Do you know, I, I, it is hard to get bucked up Miami. Yeah. yeah. I, this, is like, this is like, you know, 30-year scotch, bro. It really is. It is. We sip our bucked up energy. Yes, enjoy it. You know. We sip it. Yeah, Kingston Bunch, I saw that. 66-63. Yeah. What a year for the Lady Utes. You know, and you hope you hope this is a, a push forward for the Utah basketball program on the whole because the men's side has been yes. has been quite frustrating. Yeah. Um, very frustrating. So let's see. Kurt Meyer says my old job bought a ton of stuff off Mountain Land Supply. Heck yeah, dude. They're dude, just how about that interview though. Like, how about I mean, he is just awesome, bro. Guys like Joey are, I mean, you. it's hard to, is it weird to say, like, he walks in your studio and you're like, God damn, this dude is is amazing. Yeah, dude. He doesn't even say a word and this dude's super amazing. Like, the guys oh, we've met, all of the people we've met at Mountainland Supply are just really fun to be around energetic people. Yes. And I, I, I was serious when I said it to him. And you guys know we talk about this on our show all the time. Talked about it yesterday. We're not W-2 people. So you hear about a guy in, in Joey who's the president of, of Mountland Supply that's been there for 19 years, started as a driver, has worked his way up, and now the, the company's employee-owned. Yeah. And it's, it's phenomenal. It's, it's, that's why I mentioned Bucked Up to him because that's the mentality of Bucked Up. We don't work for anybody else. We grow our own. Yeah. We grind our own, which is what we do on this show. So it's really exciting um, to, to hear that. Uh, Jeremy Callahan is just on me chugging a can of Miami. No. Nah, dude. Cannot do it. Cannot. It's too hard to find. Um, the Kingston Bunch says, I'm sipping water. It's refreshing. Well, let me get my bucked up. I've got my bucked up shaker cup. Nice cold water. We're flipping back to the Alabama-San Diego State game. Okay, good, Alabama's good off to a nice start here. Alabama is 30-28 San Diego State. Uh, leads Alabama 17-40 to go in the game. And let's see the adjustments in who made them. Uh, well, Alabama is going to win the glass right there. Alabama ties the game at 30 with 17 and a half to go. Yeah. Alabama just looks more aggressive now. They look a lot more aggressive. Um, and we'll see if San Diego State can fix their shooting woes because that's truly what kept Alabama in this game in the first half because if, if San Diego State had even shot 35 40%, um, they're going to dominate. And Alabama is back to second and third chance opportunities. Um, and now they're going to get to the line, too. Yeah. So we'll see. The next five minutes might well determine the, 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 the path of this game. Yeah. It, it, it very well could. Jeff Johnson says, I have three Mountain Land sweatshirts. They give them to us every Christmas. Love those guys. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you work it, Jeff? I don't know if I miss this. No, Je Jeff works it at uh, BYU in maintenance, but BYU oh, has, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, yeah, Kurt Meyer saying BYU probably spends hundreds of thousands at Mountainland Supply every year. They're great to us. Okay. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. awesome. That's always good to hear. Uh, Matt Ritson says, drink, 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 drink. Not doing it. Yeah, I not am not. It. I am. I am telling you no, this stuff no, no. is like gold. Yeah. I'm, the, the, the bucked up Miami is hard to get. 
Jeremy Callahan, if San Diego State holds on and takes Alabama, I am totally doing a ranch bong. Okay, <laughs> videotape or it didn't happen. <laughs> Video or it didn't happen. Nick Hines says, Joe is such a genuine dude, really awesome, awesome to meet in person. I'm, I, you guys, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, he, he, is, he is such a... And that's the first time I've ever met him. That's yeah. the first time we've ever talked. But he did ingratiate himself by walking in wearing Jordans. Well, Andy's a Blackhawks fan. Like, yeah, I mean, just you just get it, you dude. That the vibes are there, man. They are good vibes. You know, it is. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things where you want to be around people like that. You want to be around people that can, um, you know, that can energize you. One of the things I think we all really struggle with. By the way, Alabama is now up 34-30, 16-30 to go in a game. One of the things that we, we always talk about on this show is you want, to, you want to be around people that lift you up, right? You don't want to be around people that are constantly negative or bringing you down. Or If you can be around people that lift you up, I think what you're going to see is that um, you're, really going to, you're really going to feel better about yourself. And that's what's exciting to me about guys like you know, Joey, the president of Mountainland, or you know, Ryan Gardner at Bucked Up. You know, I, 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 they're just guys that you want to be around. I, I say it all the time about the guys at Barbecue Pit Stop. Um, they're just Steve at Barbecue Pit Stop, the founder of Barbecue Pit Stop. He owns the uh, Lehigh location. He's a guy you want to be around. He's a guy you want to talk business with. He's a guy that you want to talk X's and O's with because like a guy like Steve, he's got like 10 different things going on all the time. Yeah. So you want to talk to those guys because any conversation you have with those guys, you're going to learn. Yeah. You know, and you hear a guy like Joey, he, he's like, I'm not the smartest guy, but I grinded on my family farm. I became a driver at Mountainland. I worked my way up to president. Like, I love that. Yeah. You can't, there, there's just no more level of respect than you can have for a guy who's self-made. And I, Jake, hell, Jake's license plate says self-made on it. Yeah. It's incredible. By the way, Alabama uh, getting a bit of a cushion here. I think they have a six-point lead now. Uh, and San Diego State has called a timeout. Uh, so we will see exactly uh, how San Diego State regroups during the timeout. Uh, 36-32 now Alabama leads. 36-31 Miami leads Houston. This is going to be a shocker. I think Houston is a really good basketball team. This is a bit of a stunner for me. Yeah. Uh, that Houston looks to be, it's early, it's in the first half. 36-31 Miami leads Houston. There is a mile to go in this game. But I'm telling you, Houston's got to Houston's got to get control of this game in quick. So I'll be interested to see exactly how that that halftime goes for Houston. Yeah. They're 33 and 3. And right now they're shooting 40% on 10 of 25. Um, and they're they've only gotten in the line five times. Not now, good enough. Miami's only gotten in the line three <laughs> times, but when you're trying to find your <laughs> offense, you gotta get to the you gotta get to the foul line. Yeah. You've got to get to the foul All line. On the hole. And Pack and Wong are leading Miami. Pack's got 14. Wong's got 10. You don't have a, a Houstonian in double figures. So Houston's yeah. going to have to really regroup and kind of find that groove into the second half. I, I still, I still got to believe that Houston wins that game. Um, but I, I, you feel like watching this Alabama game anyway. I don't know what you think, Jake, but I feel like Alabama's going to yeah, grab I the mean, reins there. I think that Alabama, I, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to. I think they are. I think they've done it already. I think that they've hit the glass. I think that they're, they're imposing their will uh, down low, and, and I think that that's how you control teams like San Diego State. You use your size, and you rebound the hell out of the ball, and you get extra possessions. 
I think that Alabama would be really wise to to continue that strategy. But I also think that Alabama needs to run clock. You know, I, I, I'm a big believer in, hey, pos- just possess the basketball. Hey, run your offense, possess the basketball, and use your big men to get those extra opportunities. You don't, it, it doesn't always have to be 40, 50 points for one player. And I advocate That's for right. this in the league, too. Like, it doesn't always have to be some special-ass performance. You can win games regularly by simply just being disciplined and running offense and then hitting the glass. If you do that and you outwork teams, that's just a recipe for yes. success. So I think that's what Alabama needs to do. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be – this game at some point, a basketball game is going to break out here at some point. A basketball game is going to break out. Yeah. And we'll see. My guess is Alabama's about to take control of this game and, and roll away. Yeah. Because it just feels like the last minute and a half there, that last 90 seconds before the San Diego State timeout, it felt like Alabama just started – being Alabama again. Yeah. That's what it, it felt like. Uh, March Madness, Gabriel says, Minute made Fruit Punch for me, Kingston. Hey, that's good stuff, dude. It is good stuff. It absolutely is good stuff. No doubt about it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jet G-Town says, Alabama's got to get in the game. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that at all. Quinterly has just had an awful night. Like, he is not oh, making good you decisions. guys, why would you? Jeff, don't talk to me like that. Gonna slam a double Western bacon cheeseburger from Carl's tonight, Atta boys. Boy. Wish me luck. That a boy. My God. Go get it, dude. Let's yeah, go. It, it, Jeremy Callahan, exactly right. Is there gonna be a ranch chaser? Yeah, dude. That a boy. For crying out loud. Hell yeah, there's gonna be a ranch chaser. Oh, uh, turnover Alabama. Yeah, I, I'm, that, they're turning I, it I over with regularity. I have no idea what to make of this game. I, I, I really don't. I, I don't. I just don't believe what I'm watching Alabama do here. They're just being so self-destructive. And I just don't know if, if San Diego State has the, the class to win this game. You know, and, and when I say maybe quality is the better word, does San Diego State have the quality to win this game? I would love to see Alabama go home. I, w- I would love to. Yeah. Love to. Yeah. You know, like John Soper said, thanks for the membership, Dan. Did Dan uh, give more memberships? We, we gifting more? I may have missed that. Um, but you guys have been amazing. By the way, if you're here right now, please hit the like button. Uh, we're at 2,500 views. We only have 141 likes, so please do that. Yeah. Jeff Johnson says, without question, there will be a ranch chaser. 100%, dude. Man, I would smash a burger today. Oh, Holy cow. God. Dude, now that's got me we've, in the mood. You guys, we've eaten so well. Well, let me ruin Jeff's night. Happily so. Because who am oh I? Oh, my God, just like that. Well, oh, who, am I, who am I to let somebody else dude. enjoy their food? Sorry, I'm, I, I'm, I apologize in advance for this, Jeff. Or, he, excuse me, G off in this case. 36-34, Alabama. 14-40 to go. Eat this, not that. At eatthis.com. The best food blog on the internet. Yeah. The 72 worst foods you can eat. <laughs> so this should be labeled the uh, all-Zion list, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Fat! By, Fat! by Zion Fat! Williamson and Oprah Winfrey. Fat! Um, number one worst, coffee creamer. Number two, bleached white flour bread. How about, how, how about that hamburger bun, bro? Hey, little uh, Wonder Bread, eh? Number three. Look at San Diego State on the floor. Dude, getting after the header, basketball. A violent. Oh, yeah. and they called a foul on San Diego State? Because I think Alabama was at the ball first. Oh, come on. There's a, uh, there was just a loose ball. No, that's oh, a that's bullshit a call. call yeah. That's terrible. That's a bad call. That's terrible, dude. 
That's garbage. That is a bad call. He has every right to die. Oh, my God. And then, who is that? And kick a person when oh, he's down. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Oh, my oh, God. Dude, he, facial. He's kissing the floor, facial, yo. Facial, bro. Facial. He is kissing the floor. Oh, my. I'm Bradley. Bradley on the ground diving for the ball. Dude. And I want to say that's Clowney that landed on top of him. He my took God. an absolute facial. That's a terrible call. Yeah. Se okay. 72 most unhealthy foods. Number three, sugar-added fruit juice. Never. Well, what Diet was number one? Uh, coffee creamer. Oh, okay. Number two, bleached white flour. All right. Okay, okay. Number three, sugar-added fruit juice. Number four, diet soda. Don't Obviously. ever drink diet. I haven't had a diet soda in a decade. Uh, number five, fried food. You're gonna have you're gonna have fries with that yes. double bacon. Yes, of course you all are. Day. Number six. Here you go. Bacon and sausage. Fat. Processed meats are the worst of both worlds. For one, they typically made with red meat, which is high in saturated fat. And while red meat alone isn't terrible for you, processed red meat often contains high levels of. You're gonna die. Fat. <laughs> I'll just Fat. stop it. Often Fat. contains high levels of, you're going to die. It's quite simple, so I don't know why motherfuckers be overcomplicating it. Number seven, sugar cereal. Number eight, frozen entrees. Number nine, restaurant dessert. Damn it. Number 10, white sugar. Never. Number 11, store-bought frosting. Nope. Number 12, pancake syrup. Mrs. Monty, you queen of mine. Oh, blue agave. She bought me blue agave the other day. Blue agave syrup, great substitution. Alabama now up 40 to 34. 14 to minutes to here. go. Uh, bottled smoothies, never. Here you go, Geoff. Charred meats. Yeah, now we're talking. You have to watch your char. When you, when you char meat, something called hediosiliclinic death ingredients. I'm so bricked up right now. Develop as the... Creatine, sugar, and amino acids in the meat react to your grill's high temperature. Oh, my God, just like that. So oh. wait, let me get this right. So let's say the bread is bad. The meat's bad. Um, the sugar-filled the sugar condiments are bad. The fries are bad. Um, the soda's bad. Um, Jeff, hey, man. Um, um, I'd be happy to utilize. You, you, you know. Utilize? You, you know. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> be careful eating that burger tonight. Just bro. so you can go to pound town. A couple others. Fast food of any kind is number 15. Number 16, full sugar energy drinks. Number 17, ready-to-bake pie crust. Damn. Um, number 18, artificial sweeteners. Any um, with Circaloose. Terrible for you. Circaloose. Number 19, as we told you on the show yesterday, breakfast biscuits. Oh, man, dude. I'm about it. Damn. Number 20, barbecue sauce. Come on, dude. Get the hell out of here with this, dude. Mm, barbecue sauce may be the this condiment list, of choice for people who love is. something smoky and sweet. Dude, this list is straight out of like WebMD. They're basically saying that you're going to die if you eat any of these foods. Sweet dude. Baby Ray's Honey Barbecue Sauce not only has 15 grams of sugar just in just two tablespoons, but the first ingredient listed is high fructose corn syrup. Whatever, dude. Straight to the grave. Sports drinks. Restaurant or store-bought cheesecake. Damn um. it. Restaurant tiramisu. Uh, margarine. Taco bowls. Get the hell out of here. Frozen pizza. That's why I don't eat frozen pizza. Uh, fettuccine Alfredo. Dude, all day. All day. I'll die on this hill. Yeah, fat I'll is. die. Fat. Oh, fat. what a play by San Diego State on the, on the inbound ollie. Up for a dunk. And one. 
and one. Yeah. Huge moment. 40 to 36, 13, 46 to go. Free throw is good. 40 to 37. Bada boom, bada bing. 13, 46 to go. Now San Diego State seemingly has a little momentum. Can they turn Alabama over? We shall see. Wide open three. And nobody rebounded. <laughs> like, that's why I'm just asking. Does San Diego State want to win this game? Does you San box Diego out. Does San Diego State want to win the game? Does but, Alabama want to win the but game? But no. Alabama ran a great offensive set that got them a wide open look at a three, 40 to 37. And then all of a sudden, look at San Diego State. Nobody goes for the ball. Uh, what are we doing? I say we. Anyway, those are all the terrible foods you don't want to want to eat, though. Bill G says, "Newsflash: We're all dying." Yeah, we're all dead, dude. Fast. Jeremy Callahan says, "So what I'm hearing so far is that ranch is a healthy food." Fast. That's what I'm saying, man. Ranch it up, yo. Fat. Give me a jar of of Hidden Valley and a straw, bro. Fat. We're good to go. You know, look at San Diego State <laughs> getting after it. No points. Forty-two, thirty-seven, thirteen minutes ago. Uh, Roger Dodger says, "SDSU." Jet G-Town says ranch. The Kingston Bunch says, what I got from that, I'm going to die young. That's Me what too. I'm saying, dude. Kurt Myers says, uh, come on, blue whale, private parts. Whale's vagina is what he meant to blue say. Blue whale, private San parts. San Diego State, whale's vagina. I know. I know. I know what he's talking about. I just think it's funny that he said private parts. Private parts. This is a family showgram. I appreciate that. Unbelievable. By the way... Uh, Miami 41-36 now uh, with four seconds to go in the first half over Houston. So, number one, Houston is losing. Yeah. Alabama 45-37. They are on the verge of taking control of this game. I'm telling you. And Lamont Butler at the line needs to knock down these free throws. Yeah. So, and of course he missed. No, he got a shooter's bounce. There you oh, go. Oh, Matt Ritson, why? Hostess cupcakes, Twinkies. Damn it. Salty Drunk says, later, guys. Later. Later, Gator. I had to clean it up from yesterday, Kurt Myers. <laughs> <laughs> Main event says Houston has a problem. Yeah, they're down uh, six at the half. Number one, Houston in big trouble against Miami. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Well, hey, Jake. Yeah, good week. I think that's it. It's in the books, my friends. We out this piece. And that's it. That's all. The Monty Show presented by The Advocates. Until Monday, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake. <laughs>